Okay, so everybody, it's uh, it's Devin, Will, and Steve here again, and we'd also like to welcome a guest speaker, Kyle. He's a uh, he's a longtime customer of the store, and he has a lot of a lot of. He also had, oh yeah, he was the caller for the live stream. Yeah, he was. He was. A, he, was he was the guy who called us on the live stream for the if, first if episode. Mystery, if anyone wondered, <laughs> if anyone was like, I wonder who that was. There's that There's unanswered answer. question. We had to wait till episode three. It took all the way, and now, now we're getting to the point where I'm surprised that we made it this far. Yeah, oh, you're, you're that was fun last time. Good surprise. Like I'm like, all right, I'm pretty proud of this. We've made it this far. So kind of like an expert. <laughs> and that's the that is the commentary you can expect from Kyle tonight on certain subjects. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, I thought we so. were calling them issues. I thought no, we were legitimately calling them issues. Yeah, we could just we could just have it like a running joke like Silent Bob. Like how Silent Bob's not really silent and all the... Oh, okay. You get it? Okay, any... That's what I no, no, we're not talking about the back of Volkswagens. Wow. All right, so here we go. So starting off the podcast today, we have some uh, big new releases to talk about. Um, the first up is Archie Meets Batman 66. So we're uh, we're doing a the book is gonna be a uh, the classic version of Archie meeting uh, the Adam West Batman and uh, and Robin team from the '66 uh, Batman show. So I'm I'm expecting it to be very comedic. I just want Julie Newmar's Catwoman to try to seduce Archie. I think that's gonna be the best thing ever. Do, I, th- I think we could have a war between uh, Batgirl and Catwoman as to who gets Archie. Oh my god, that would be everything. You know, Betty and Veronica mm-hmm. style. It would oh my god, like this would be great. outstanding. It would be two separate universes. Right. Wait, hold on, hold on. Who, so, so really, like that, now, now that this book's coming out, who do who do we think would win in a fight? Like if they actually threw down for Archie, Betty and Veronica or 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 um, Catwoman and Batgirl? Catwoman and Batgirl. Uh, Von Craig all the way. Man. Just <laughs> gotta a, go with it. Question? Yeah, I no, really. I don't know. Veronica can be a. Wasn't there a crossover a little while ago where like Poison Ivy and, and Harley Quinn met Betty and Veronica? Yeah. Yeah, but that yeah, that's... Like, just came out. Yeah, you're pointing to me. A one audience member, a one live. Oh my God. Now we're recording in front of a live studio audience. Yes, that's great. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, Veronica, she can be pretty vicious when she wants to be. Yeah, but Betty, it's Betty's Betty. Her ponytail's too hot. Yeah, okay, but hold on. We're talking about training crime fighters. Like, yeah. Why have we, we not moved on to the next topic already? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, no, it, no, it'd no, be... No, to answer Will's question, the reason why is because we have to keep Adam West alive somehow. And apparently it's going to be in these, like, Batman 66. Oh, he's going to be... It's going to be Batman 66? Yeah, I just... That's the title of the book. Were you not paying attention? Archie, oh, Archie no, meets Batman... No! Issue 66! It's bat. It's Archie meets Batman sixty six number one. Oh, okay. I'm... I just I even just said it's Archie meeting the Batman television show. Devin, who's writing it? I'm switching up the mic volume. Oh, huh? Who's writing it? Because I can't find that. I, I just have oh, to wow. ask Will: Were you having that that terrifying moment where you were picturing Archie, you know, opposite Christian Bale? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, thank you. Archie, you don't know what I've done for this city. <laughs> I'm not wearing I may sound like Clint Eastwood meeting with a grizzly bear, but I'll get the job done. I quit. <laughs> I, I'm done. People look at that and go, that's my guy. I really, I was actually really expecting you to go the route of him, like, of him yelling at Archie about getting off the set and stop messing up his lighting. Oh. <laughs> you soulless redheaded. <laughs> For five <laughs> minutes straight. You know what? It's gonna be my censorship sound. You know, Kyle, be thing. You remember? You remember um, when Christian Bale flipped out on the set of Terminator yep, because the guy like yeah, walked in his walked shot? Yeah. Right behind yeah. Shot. Like, You're messing up. I'm not in the zone. You can't. I, I'm not in the scene if you're walking behind it. But don't forget. Don't forget. Christian Bale's a method actor, so it's okay because it really was it was John Connor saying those things to that guy, not Christian Bale. Does it make it better? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. That That's what he said, yes. That totally was his apology. Sure. Yeah, but I'm not totally sure as if I'm hearing right. Did you say he's a meth head actor or Oh, oh um, well a little little both. Little psycho, both. right? Like yeah. Uh, yeah, well. psycho. <laughs> um so anyway, uh next up on the uh the the new releases this week of big issues. We've got the final issue of the Infinity Countdown, which is issue number five. Um, it's leading directly into Infinity Wars for the, which is the summer event for Marvel, um, summer slash fall. Um, Be real, winter, summer through winter event because it's gonna get pushed back, like they all do. I don't know. Diodato's usually pretty good. He doesn't. Is yeah, I haven't seen an issue of Old Man Logan get delayed since he's been on it. So, I mean, Will, you're you're big into the Infinity stuff. Are you you excited for the new issue? I'm excited for more saxophone action. I I want it. I need it. I need to get to. I need to get this 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 right now. I, I want. It. I feel like you have to clarify. Yeah, I'm I'm real confused, real hard. Well, you don't the read Drax, it. We talked about that. We yelled about this on the podcast as to whether or not. I yes, can Dra talk about Drax Drax using the saxophone. Yes, Drax yes, that's the saxophone. fine. I just want him to. Well, now that you know, Drax is like. Uh -huh. It's I I don't know whether or not how big his involvement will be in the event anymore. So I'm so, excited to see how Adam Warlock will interact with the Guardians now so, that he's he's back. So will I have to I have to make I have to make a point here real quick a side sidebar for this mm -hmm. podcast. Mo since we're not doing like video, they can't see your facial expression. They got the so they they can't they can't uh, they don't know. What your facial expression is that you're trying to convey? They heard me. They yeah, heard my. Yeah, they got. The, they, they got. got the, they, they got. Yeah, but you have to. You have to. Like, it's just he's garbo. Gone. He peaced out. He was really mad, and now he's he's out. He he was like, I'm I'm done. I'm tired. I'm I've been doing this for years. I'm done with the Guardians, man. I'm for those of you wondering at this moment, Will is ex experiencing moments of great meh, so much so that we are calling him the Wizard of Meh. <laughs> You are not allowed to edit that out, good sir. Anyway. Look, any, so, anything Infinity, all I want right now at this point in time is Howard the Duck wearing the gauntlet. Let's go. And I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's... Is it supposed to be Thanos being the villain? Because he's kind of just like... I don't know. I, it's Infinity. I imagine Thanos is going to be the villain. It's, no, it's, isn't it that mystery person in the purple hood with the goggles? No, it, oh, it's, the it's, one, it's not no, Requiem. The that shows up at the, Dark Hawk, at the end of Darkhawk, and he's like, Come with me, Darkhawk. You're going to be important in this event. And I was like, 
Oh no! I thought he was Dark Starhawk now. First of all, no, what? he went. He went back. He, he went like, back to Star just Darkhawk. Mm-hmm. Well, why are you? Why were you not like really around in the '90s where you could voice every Captain Planet villain? Because that's what that it's voice me. was. So actually, so you know what? Real quick, I mean, the uh, again for the Infinity Countdown stuff. I mean, Kyle, I know you haven't been reading the event, but what what are your opinions on Darkhawk becoming a a front runner of the of the Marvel Universe again? No. <laughs> Moving on. All righty. So, did I next... tell you I loved you? Like, I should just tell you this on air. Uh, so, no. um, <laughs> this, this, uh, this, this no statement also coming from the same man who, who, who loves Wild Dog. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a flashback for anybody keeping track. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, uh, the next big release this week is The Life of Captain Marvel number one, which is a complete, um, <laughs> reboot of her origin. Yeah, essentially Reworking. it's going to, it's going to be an entire, yeah. it's the definitive origin of Carol Danvers. I so. like the one thing I like, it's sli- it's still Captain Marvel related is that after Civil War two, every issue I've experienced with Captain Marvel, including the Avengers, she the the ones the issues that she's appeared in so far she has not gone a single one without being like man i, I really can't understand why civil war 2 happened like why did i do that that was really dumb like that well, was that was really stupid of me well we're we're going to be seeing uh the definitive origin of her character which is also it's a it's like being kind of from what it looks like it's being told in flashbacks so it's her contemporary now and then like her like telling her definitive origin um which i have a feeling is going to somehow clean up all the stuff from civil war 2 and why she acted out of character so much well yeah because she bad writing I can't i can't yeah it's kind of like they're basically like without saying hey brian that was a really dumb event. Well, like, no, you know, keeps well, going. Oh God, why did I do that? that well, yeah, really, they because they even explained to me like it didn't make sense. His future visions were not the actual future. I just want well, to don't know. forget. Go on. Well, here's here was the big thing. I mean, you figure the the original Civil War was Iron Man thrown down with Captain America, and given given the state of the Marvel universe at the time of Civil War two, it well they just did it because. Civil War was coming out in the movies. They well, were like, oh, well, that it was a, it was also the tenth anniversary of Civil War. Oh, so um, what a good way to ruin a fantastic story! Do a sequel it was that so, no one yeah, well, always. War, they needed a sequel. Yeah, but that that too, and also the fact that we we could we had to do an event to 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 commemorate Civil War, and we couldn't speed up the the story that was the Steve Rogers story at the time, which was the. Hydra cap stuff, so it, it was it was just nonsense. I heard his his arc during Civil War Two, his tie-ins was actually a better version of the Civil War Two event. Yes, that was that's an accurate statement. I, yes, I just want to know that for um, this dramatic retelling of Carol's life, are they going to completely like erase the fact that she fell in love with her rapist? What? Carol Danvers had a story where she was raped and fell in love with her rapist. Are they going to talk about the time that yeah, she had... 70s, I think, or 80s, maybe. It's it's literally it right before she joined... I believe before she joined Uncanny X-Men. Are they going to talk about the time her boyfriend impregnated her and then she gave birth to her boyfriend? 
think that was the rape. Was that the rape storyline? Was that the I know same she was thing? pregnant. Are well, they going to talk about the yeah, time that, that was she was the, empowered the, by two stars? Captain Marvel's you know, been through this. Well, that's the thing. Like, she is such a con. Or when she was a drunk. When she was a drunk. Can we pick a time period? Well, yeah, we but you know what? In but her the, Infinity Countdown storyline, she uh, she's going through all the realities of all the different possibilities. There's one where her and Rogue were touching so long that they actually switched personality. Yeah, I know. I, fr- I phrased it weird. It wasn't on purpose, Touching. but they were doing it. No, she was, she was trying. To, no, are you talking about when they first met, where she tried to kill Carol? Sweet yeah, Caroline. they did it. They were, they were bum, like, bum, was bum, like taking bum. her powers for so long. She actually switched personalities. They didn't switch personalities. She just wound up absorbing her powers permanently. Well, no, I'm talking about in the alternate reality that Carol goes to. Oh, alternate reality. Okay, she's rogue. She even oh. gets. She even gets the the white oh, okay. streak in her. Aww, that's a fact. She's statement. like, no, you're actually talking. So a white rogue. streak in the blonde hair. Did you say red streak in the white. White. No, I said a white streak in, in the blonde, blonde hair. hair. Yeah. Because Carol's blonde. So wait, so I'm imagining Carol was was a, when was she a drunk? Was she a drunk in the '80s? No, that was pretty recently. Yeah, that was that was before they made her Captain Marvel. It was after oh, she was okay. binary when she came back to Earth. Mm-hmm. She was a drunk for a while. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because I was like, wondering. Like Tony Stark, eighties level. Yeah. Drunk. Well, I was just wondering. I'm just wondering if it's if if it was around the same time that they made Hal Jordan a drunk. When he well, I remember he got the DUI and he had to he had to stay in jail for like sixty days or something. I'm, I'm waiting for a current version of what they did with the Titans way back in the day when they you know gave Speedy the drug habit problem, and now they're gonna have you know a modern modern team where everybody's addicted to. Pick your opium product. Carry on with your bad self. To quote Archer, have you tried cocaine? Yeah, apparently. apparently we in no way endorse the use of cocaine. However, no, we, no, however, we all Archer. have heard that it's a bleep of a drug. Yes, yes. Moving on. Uh, so, so we have another big release this week is the new is the start of the new arc for Quantum and Woody. Oh boy! So, Bring on the goat. Hashtag Clang. I'm still excited for the TV show. I didn't know until you until you brought it up on the podcast. Oh yeah, the TV that show that is happening. That is happening. You and I, I really need to like work at getting better prepared for this. Probably. Like, yeah. Like, like literally, I'm gonna text you every article that I find that I feel is relevant to you. Okay. And just you guys see are the if worst. Like, you, you, you get it. Anyway, so yeah, Quantum and Woody, the new arc starts uh, tomorrow this week with the new with the new issue. Um. So if anyone's been following it, it's a fun book. It's crazy. It's the last a... issue was pretty pretty exciting. Like reality was rewritten. So we'll see what what comes of that. Yeah. Back. Goat. Well, we now game. we now know what happens when they don't clang. Yeah, reality just goes no. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Hey, listen, goat with Not the laser. Today. Not today. The, the the thing that always consistently makes this book amazing is the goat with the laser beam eyes. It's the only that, that is, is that correct. is the Bring running the greatest the goat, thing. The goat shown up in a while. Oh, okay. Well, the goat's probably gonna be able to fix everything because the goat's just awesome. Um, Thank God for a goat. The goat hasn't really done anything in this new run. Does it have to? Though? What are you talking about? What about the you entire sir, issue where it, gave, where it gave birth? <laughs> well, that was a flashback. Wait, it gave yeah. birth to what? It gave Marco? birth to their dad. It doesn't matter what the goat has yeah. or has not done, sir. Yes, the, the goat, goat is everything. The goat is the like, goat. I don't think it's ever done here, here's the fun thing. So here, just dropping some knowledge on everybody out there. If this doesn't get you to pick up the book, I don't know what will. The goat with the laser beam eyes 
is their dad. It's their it's their dad's consciousness in the goat. But the goat with the laser beam eyes happens to be a female goat that's also pregnant that gives birth to their dad. What uh, kind of acid trip did you just explain? Oh, it gets great. It's hey, it's it's a lot makes more a lot more sense than that than that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle nonsense from the 90s. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. To quote a recent movie, the 60s were a lot of fun, but now I'm paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> what movie was that? I can't say. We'll we get can't sued. say that. It's a spoiler. It's still in theaters. We'll, we'll oh, give it that. I'm assuming it was... <laughs> Gonna go on I'll that leave lab. that out with that new censorship. Does it wow. matter? It, don't ruin things. The it, lines from the oh movie. Come on, man. You say who says it. Or yeah, I guess. I'm assuming All Michael right. Douglas Any, there. Anyway. Anyway. We have the next uh, the next big... Uh, the final big release of the week uh, is another new number one, which is the Injustice Gods Among Us uh, from DC... Versus the Masters of the Universe with He-Man. Uh, Will? All right. Yeah, I'm a big Injustice fan. I've read both uh, one or Year One and Two, and I've played both games, so I'm pretty. I I like Injustice for the sole purpose of like it's its own universe. They can do their own thing. It's kind of like the Ultimates, where it's like it's a different thing. Where it, we're letting it do its own thing, but you still have. You still have your regular comics that will never change for G- you. Given everything you've told me about the Injustice universe, because you've read most of it, I, I don't, I can't believe that DC even lets this book not be rated mature. Like all the horrible things that happened to the Green Lanterns alone. Yeah, I just yeah. pretty. How's like, the only one that still that that lives and is responsible for most of their deaths? Yes, yeah, but I'm just saying, like everything you've told me about what happens to some of these characters, the gruesome, brutal deaths in this book, the God. fact the fact that it's not rated mature, that is not like a Vertigo book at yeah. this point, is astounding was, to me. Year I mean, two, I think was the Lantern arc. Yeah, but with it being like the Masters of the Universe, I'm trying to picture you know the old '80s toys and all the different different characters from the cartoons, right? Oh, you know, yeah. Trap Jaw is going to get his jaws ripped off obviously try mm. triclops is gonna have all of his eyes poked out oh. superman will just burn him free what, what's he gonna do to merman give him to aquaman and let him be his play toy i mean what what, what are we looking at here this sure. is just ridiculous they, they've crossed over the regular dc universe with he-man before so i'm not sure yeah if, okay if hold on He-Man's wait to show up and then be like oh it's you guys oh half of you are evil what yeah but this is like thanos versus a kitten what the heck's the point yeah really because like because you're thinking you're looking at this like it's this is like a one shot this is a this they're making this like a six issue mini series this is literally a, like a one first <laughs> off hold on first off really back to the, the it's first off it's thanos versus a puppy and that that puppy belonged to john wick so things aren't looking too good for thanos thanos is gonna snap that's all he's gonna do he doesn't have the gauntlet yet. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, so no, but back to the injustice thing. It's it's like a, it's a one shot because what are they gonna do? What's Superman gonna do when he gets there? He's gonna destroy everything. This is this is an well, evil no. Superman. Superman is not. Superman's in prison. He's not out. He didn't come out in the regular they, injustice book. I don't. But he's in this. Is this book. supposed to be a sequel of Injustice Two? I don't. Supposed to be no. It's. It depends on when it takes place in the timeline. The book coming out right now takes place between games, one and two. Because you have the five-year comic that runs before game one, then game one, then the comic that's coming out now, which is the year gap between one and two, and then the second game. 
So I don't know where this is supposed to take place, or even if it's in continuity with the Injustice storyline. But whether or not I'm excited, well, considering only because I'm not a fan of He-Man or anything. I don't know anything about He-Man, but I have a friend who does, so it'd be fun to like. By the see power of Skull, how do you not know anything about He-Man? Anyway. Other than you know the generic pop well, culture. Uh, one of the guys, his big power was being able to grow his neck to like giraffe length, so that he could see over stuff. That was weird. Yeah, he he really wasn't doing so great in the whole power scale thing. I see super. <laughs> well, at least it's exactly. Like, yeah, well, it's exactly. a lot better than you know Gene Simmons super power, which is to make his tongue grow as long as he wants it to. I'm not going to comment on it's, that. It's kind of hard for a man I that tall. Like equally useful. But, but it's kind of hard for a man <laughs> that tall to be able to rock platforms that high. That's all I'm saying. I guess. So, like, give the man his due. Gene, Gene Simmons, I mean, we all know what he was doing. This podcast is rated PG-13 for suggestive themes. <laughs> moving on. This is what happens when Kyle moving, joins us. Moving on. It's all your fault. Anyway. It's all because of you. So those are the those Can are the big uh, those are the big new releases. Wow, we um, just breached twenty minutes and we're already wow. past the releases. We're getting nice. better. Yeah, we are. It's really good. It's because Kyle's um, here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so those are those are the big new releases for the week. I mean, there's a lot. There's plenty of other releases. So make sure make it out to your local comic book store. Yeah, um, this one. <laughs> the address is in the about section. Go look it up. Um. <laughs> what was that too blunt for you? I, I, I said to their local comic shop. What if they don't live in New Paltz? What if they don't live or in New the, York in, the, in general? Yeah, what if they don't live in New York? Fly out, come um, see us. That's no, 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 not even one. that, not even that. No, you said this for them to come meet you at Comic Con. Yeah, they, like, I said both. I said okay, both. Okay, anyway, what, what they can do, Devil, is they can call the number and mm-hmm. become a subscriber and you'll mail it to them. And then you can get 10% off on your new books. Bam. Product what a great deal! What a great deal! Create, I didn't even work here. Creating a brand for you, Devin. Yeah, I'm gonna throw that word around a lot. Oh my god. Anyway, moving on to recent comic book news. My brand. Secretly, I, I think Steve wants to brand Devin, but you know. I just had to. I'm sorry. Please continue. Okay, moving on. So we have some uh, we have some big X Men news in the comic book uh, universe right now. Um, most notably is the the new teaser poster for the X Men Extermination miniseries coming out this fall. Uh, that's going the the point the the purpose of the miniseries is to clean up the X Men timeline, um, put the uh, the original five younger versions of the X Men back where they belong. Um, but an interesting teaser poster came out this week, which is um, it's a poster of a person holding Cyclops's visor. Uh, a lot of people are guessing that this is going to be the return of the original, currently dead Scott Summers, um, with the tagline underneath call saying "Set it right." Yeah, personally, I'm hoping that he resurrected Scott Summers and killed him again and took his visor, but that's just me. Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of Scott Summers. Scott Summers has a lot of problems. He's had a lot of problems over the years, and honestly, it, it's it's really honestly, I mean, probably ever since the Dark Phoenix saga. I'm going to give it a good clap, though, just because they're putting the X-Men back, which they should have done like yeah, but you a couple need, years ago. You don't need Scott for the X-Men. But what, I, I, what I'm thinking they're probably going to do is because the whole motive behind bringing them into the future was to make Scott see, like, hey, you're like a huge Beep. now. Could no, that was, that was not the motive. Yes, yeah. it was. No, yeah, it was. What, the, the motive... No, the motive was for Beast to... He realized something was wrong. He thought they could fix it. 
Did you yeah. read the... the hold on, wait, wait, stop, stop for a second. Stop, for, stop both of you. Did you guys read Brian Michael Bendis' all-new X-Men run? Yes. Okay. We'll reread it again, because Beast's whole point of bringing the original five to the present was to show them what they turned into so they could go back and not become that. Boom. And to show Scott what he was doing wrong by meeting his younger self. My that was Beast's whole point. But... Um, I, I, I I, I'm I assuming have, now that Scott's going to go back, there might be some kind of weird time reset where Scott's back and he's like, hey, I'm not a huge meanie. Well, he, I have so many objections, though, to all the horrific writing that's been going on with the X-Men for about, oh, I don't know, eight years-ish. You know, when, when the MCU started to really crop up and they started to go on their Inhumans kick and this is what we're going to do, here's our projected movies, and... <sighs> Oh, wait, nobody likes the Inhumans because they just suck. So now we have to fix everything. Now we have to go back and fix everything. Oh, we've got our X-Men back. We've got, you know, Spider-Man back. We've got all these things back to be able to use them in the movies again. Now we've got to go back and fix everything that we've screwed up well, so again, I mean, this, Honestly, my, my opinion for the longest time has been... There's no point in having both versions of them. There's no point in having an adult version and the younger no, version. At this, at this point, I've always been a big proponent of kill the adult versions of the, uh, of the original five. So they time-corrected it so that way the X-Men didn't have to go back because time fixed itself and they already existed again because time created new versions of them, which is weird. Um, so at that point, just kill the older versions of the characters off. Well, most and of just, them were dead at that point. Yeah, and just have... I mean, Angel was a vegetable. Mm-hmm. He, um, yeah. Scott's dead. Jean was, was Jean was dead. She was in the white hot room. Jean was dead. I guess what, she's bad. Yeah, but bad, bad writing is bad writing, no matter what. It's, it's that same theory as, you know, bad news doesn't get better over time. Yeah, but you know, you the thing is, like... It fix it. The only way to yeah. fix it is to get rid of a lot of this stuff. Yeah, but again, you could have... If you really wanted to turn around and streamline it and say, hey, the original five are going to be the original five again, fine. Then get rid of the the older versions of the characters just stick with the younger versions. There you go. That would have been fine. would have been clean cut. There would have been a... You could have all... You could have done all that in the Death of X book. They could have gotten the M-Pox. They could have died. You could have you done away with the original five adult versions in Death of X, and they didn't. And then... You know, now we had the resurrection of Jean Grey, which is, look, in as far as I'm concerned, X-Men Gold, Blue, Red, all the new X-Men books have been solid books. They've been <laughs> solid storytelling. They've been solid character building. Um, it's it's what the it's what the characters were back in the 80s and early 90s, which is I'm fine with. I like those characters. I like those versions of the characters. Don't we have another X-Men book coming up soon too? Yeah, X-Men actually, Black. Yep, then there's a new X-Men book also coming out this fall called X-Men Black. Uh, that is going to be a team led by Magneto. Uh, we don't have a creative team for it yet. We don't know who the roster is yet. Um, but as of right now, it's it's a Magneto-led gonna book. going to be edgy 90s X-Men? Well, I'm wondering... Or is he going to be Zorn again? Oh, my God. I'm wondering if um, Weapon X is going to be canceled. No, we- Weapon X is probably going to turn into X-Force. Well, and are they, was, are they the black team? I mean, like, the black well, that's ops what, team. No, that's actually what I was meaning, yeah. because, like, most of those people 
would have been on Magneto's Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. So I'm wondering, is X-Men Black well, we just going to be... Well, I we don't, don't have a lineup yet for X-Men Black. No, no but, that's no, but we're speculating. But the thing is, like, but another big thing, too, is, you know, we have... They're launching, you know, X-Men Red's still going. Thank but they're God. But Gold and Blue are both ending in okay. September. So why are, why are we launching another X-Men color book instead of just relaunching the books that everyone's expecting? Color-coded X-Men books, now at your local dealer. Um, no, but really, like, wait, why, are, why aren't we why aren't we relaunching the books that people are looking for? Why aren't we relaunching X Men Legacy and Uncanny X Men? Those are the books that sell. Those We're are the doing titles. Colors sell. now, Devin. Pick up your newest copy of Harley Quinn Puce now at your local distributor. You know, I mean, come on, what's sure, up with Claus. the color thing? Let's just do it or not do it. Plus, do we need ninety five people on a team? No. All, all, all teams, wait, 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 by the way, wait, 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 have to wait, wait. have Wolverine no. in them. Hold on, I just got a notification that X-Men Forest Green is coming out uh, oh. in... Uh, oh, my God, Jim Lee's writing it, Early right? 2019, probably. Oh, my no, God. Jim, Jim Lee's an artist. X-Men Turquoise. He also At least he was an artist. Writer. He pretends to be X-Men Mauve. Uh, anyway, no. So, you know, so we have a, we have a lot of that going on. There's these. a lot of stuff going on with the X-Men. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm crazy purple. <laughs> Come on. Fe- featuring Hulk shorts. That's Psychedelic X Men now in plaid. I think we're getting that though. For um, Lord. I think that's what they're doing for Astonisher. No, but okay, no, but seriously, I, I'm. Yeah, they have th- Astonishing's going too right now. They have like four X Men books, right? You know, yeah, they yeah. always and, and and five counting Mr. X- and Mrs. X. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. X, and now six coming out with black. Yeah. Why, why don't you just cancel half of them and make a title that's nothing but Legion why and Phoenix hanging me? out together? Uh, I'd watch that. That would be outstanding. I, I'd no, no. that. The but level of insanity between those two powerhouses would I, be brilliantly. I'd support that. But Will, to, you, to your point, you're right. Right now we've got X-Men Gold, X-Men Blue, X-Men Red, Astonishing X-Men, um, Mr. and Mrs. X, and now we're going to have X-Men Black. That's six main titles Kind of, sort of. Yeah, but, but we're X- ca- but we're canceling two of them, so we're down to four. Yeah, but X Men's always had the. <laughs> Which ones are getting canceled? Blue Red and gold. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, blue, blue and gold. And gold yeah. But X Men's always had that, like eight list book or book list. Yeah, but again, you had. But look at the look at what they were back in the day. You had yeah. the two actual titled X Men books. Mm-hmm. You had X Men, which turned into X Men Legacy, which yes. is fine. And then you had the the flagship book, which was Uncanny X Men. Right. Uncanny X Men dealt with the school. It dealt with everything yeah. that was going on at the school. And the other X Men book was the was the 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 away team. Was the mm-hmm. people who were always out doing stuff. And the Uncanny X Men stories focused on stuff that was happening at the school yeah. or cosmic, anything really big in the X Men reality. Right. And or then, you go to the time of like the Fall of the Mutants, where you had what three books with a possible fourth every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, and you had but, Inferno. Yeah, right. But then you. But and then, that felt like pushing it sometimes. Yes. Well, but Inferno you, bled into everything. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then when you, but then in the eighties and nineties, you had Hobgoblin. Yeah. <laughs> you had the. Um, you had it. It was. It was the two main X Men books, which were always going to be the two staple books. Then you had um, you had X Force, which was Cable's team. X Factor and X Factor, which later on, when they actually made it the detective agency, was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So if you if you stuck to those four books, don't forget about Excalibur and New Mutants. Yeah, you had Excalibur. No, New Mutants dissolved. But it was New around yeah. for yeah. a good long X-Force. while. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what else did you have? You had another one too, and I just can't remember. Oh, 
Then in the 90s, you had all the Age of Apocalypse things. Yeah, but Age of Apocalypse was a separate reality where that was right. that was for two months. But what was, was what it also? Two yeah, it was it two months. It literally feels like it was two or three. It felt months. like it was for about eight now, years. Now with, yeah. with that being said, I do want to note I do love me some Age of Apocalypse. Right. But then again, but then look at that. After Age of Apocalypse was over, after the two, the three, the three months or so, they came back. They recalibrated X Men, and it went back to the four main titles. It was X Men, Uncanny X Men, X Force. And X Factor. What was the teenage team though that had skin and Monet on it? Generation X. That was Generation, Generation X. See, yep, see, you can't same. forget that one. Yeah, but that yeah, but that was also a product of its time. That was a nineties book. And that was Jubilee's team. Yeah, but it lasted. And it was bad. Wasn't Generation X the um Banshee Emma Frost yep. thing? Yeah, it was Banshee Emma Frost. Oh, I saw the I saw the pilot for that. that I terrible. watched it. Oh I, God bless I you. I put myself through that. Uh, we were just wow. talking about the book bad enough. Yeah. You watch so, that, I pity you. Did you get compensation? You can just BT yeah, no 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 BT. I think there's a class action lawsuit that you're allowed to join after you've watched that where you get some money back. B so, BT dubs the girl playing Emma Frost is in General Hospital too. Oh, and nice. she's the mother in Charmed. She's their mother, Fiona Hughes. Wow. Wow. I didn't even bring it up this time. You're welcome. Three podcasts in a row, and you did it through that's, yourself. That's what I'm going to do. Anyway, I'm going to no, do this. But no, by the same token, no, before I she did was it on. Last time too. No, you didn't. I brought it up again. No, you didn't. I brought it up because I told you he was on General Hospital. Mm-hmm. D.D. Williams was on, or whatever his name is, was on G. Billy D. Williams, man. <laughs> yeah, him. Come on. No one cares. Anyway, so. Given, given the, the obviously... Lando Calrussian, who also used to do advertisements for Colt 45 malt liquor. We were talking about, Trademark. Yeah, talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so now, um, given everyone you know, hearing the different debates we have about the X-Men books and everything else, mm. for anyone who wants to go back to a simpler time of X-Men, Kyle, um, there's going to be um, a new... Where Wolverine only appears in one book. And there's only Please. one of him. And there's only one of him. Um... There's a John Byrne, one of the uh, you know the the big creators of X Men, one of the, probably one of the, the creators that made X Men what it was today. Um, he uh, he recently talked on his uh, online I mean, about he, he and Claremont were basically gods at one period of time. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. His personal and online on his uh, on his personal message boards uh, for the, his fan forums, John Byrne is going to be doing his own version of what X Men should have been after issue one thirty six. Uh, actually, after 137, which is the end of the Dark Phoenix saga, um, he's uh, as as of right now he's stated that he is not killing Gene. Scott's not leaving the team, and they're they're gonna do the he's gonna do the book as if Jim Shooter, um, and I'm quoting this: if Jim Shooter never uh, worked his ego into their book. Ah. He can call it X Men. What if Jim Shooter wasn't a big pain in my it's, butt? It's actually called. It's actually called X Men Elsewhen. So, oh. so anyone who wants to go back to a simpler time of X Men and forget everything that's happened for the last thirty years, you can go back and you was. can read John Byrne's new online-only forum-based comic, X Men Elsewhen. My question is: Is this going to be like a, a story where Gene and Scott actually made it work? That's my follow-up. Well, to well, we were, honestly, to be fair, the, everything that happened to Gene and Scott, everything that really happened to the decline of Scott Summers started in Dark Phoenix. Can they raise their kid for more than two days without having sent him into the future? Kyle, <laughs> I gotta talk into the microphone. I don't know if I can. Uh, don't you. don't forget, it's no, it's not uh, a <laughs> don't forget, it's not it's not him and Gene's kid though. Yeah, it's Madeline. It's Madeline Pryor. Madeline Pryor her clone. Uh, oh. 
One, one day, one day we're gonna have to do a podcast of the history of the X Men. I'm, I'm gonna and, dress up like Maddie Goblin Queen. That's gonna be fun. Please don't. It's gonna happen. Please it's don't. It's gonna happen. Right. It's gonna, this gonna no. be one of that, our special live no. ones. That, that, yes. that slightly no. disturbs me. Anyway, um, so that Ugh. that's all the X Men corner universe news. Oh jeez! No, no, not 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 you in the costume disturbing me just because nobody can see what we're responding to. Uh, the, the reality is that I'm just going meh to the whole idea of Madeline Pryor. It was I just love oh, Maddie. good lord. Madeline Pryor was fine right up until they made her the clone of Jean Grey to she get rid of her. She was fine right up until you know, I, like every good woman Scott has, it, he it, messes with her. That that whole thing. He mess with her? What do you mean mess? He just left her in Alaska with their ch- newborn child, so he could go chase after his high school sweetheart. Yeah, it's not. There's no. He's. It's not like he was like that, ghost. Like it was almost like he was gaslighting her. He just left her, that which was me of you one know. Of the best. No, Scott's not smart enough to gaslight somebody. <laughs> it's one of the best <laughs> moments of X Men history I've seen. I, I watched it through. I think I know the, what um, you're talking about. The uh, cartoon esque, like the motion. Yeah, it's motion comic they did. It's on YouTube if you want to watch it. It was the I think all new X Men run that they did. Astonishing. Astonishing X Men. They did the motion comic for that on YouTube. It's really good to check it out. Uh, there's a scene where you know Scott and Emma end up spending the night together. And they wake up, and Wolverine is squatting at the foot it's of the their first bed, issue. and he's like, "What stage of grief is this? Denial?" And Scott just blasts him out of the mansion, and it was my favorite moment. I was like, "Good job, good the, job, Wolverine." There's also another great one at the end of Morrison's run, where Gene mm-hmm. encourages Scott to move mm-hmm. on, to which he shoves his tongue down Emma's throat, right on Gene Gray's grave. Nice. Yeah. That's a great Scott moment. Just a great. Scott's a piece of garbage, and why is Scott, Marvel bringing him back? Scott garbage Summers human. Garbage Marvel. human. Hey, so listen, this is this is really where we have to. You know what? This is how they should fix everything. All right, kill Scott forever. Unwrite him from the timeline. No, no, really. You Infinity wanna, Gauntlet in the hands of somebody that actually cares. Unwrite Scott Summers. So you you want you want to fix all the X Men problems, everything that's happened to Gene and all the other woes of the X Men. X Men Extermination, since they're mucking around with time, should go back and change the outcome of the Dark Phoenix saga. Scott Summer there you versus go. the Daleks. So you know what? Exterminate. John Byrne. All of a sudden, John. We have we have time traveling X Men, younger versions of the X Men going back in time to their own time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the end goal of X Men Extermination. And now all of a sudden, John Byrne is online drawing a series of what would have happened if Gene didn't die in Dark Phoenix Saga. Yeah, but Claremont said for years that he never wanted Gene to die. That's fine. But what if he's what if John Byrne's just putting up pages of himself for a project he's doing for Marvel? That could be possible. What, like I said, this could wh- be them kind of rewriting a little bit of the history of the X-Men right now. A reboot without rebooting. Yeah, but that's the thing. You you have, you know, it's not like they haven't done it before. House of M. Yeah, but that you wasn't can, a part of... Yeah, but you can you can go... I mean, they've done, they've also done it with the Age of Apocalypse. Where they rewrote the entire... That's yeah. how Age of Apocalypse happened. They killed mm-hmm. Charles before he formed the X-Men. So if you go back... If they go back and stop and stop Gina at a certain point with the Phoenix Force, it could it could rewrite all the history. It'll change everything, but with the Marvel fresh start and all the other books getting relaunched, 
the characters will just those will just be the memories of the characters. They won't remember anything else. I don't know if Marvel will do that. To, to quote one of my favorite because philosophers, that would make Hunt for Wolverine a little like that would make all of yeah, this so yeah. irrelevant. That would make that event because he might have he may have just survived this whole time. He may never right. have never died. And Hunt but, for Wolverine would be yeah, but Hunt, moved. hold on, Hunt, no, Hunt for Wolverine would still happen because he still that everything that happened to Wolverine is outside of what ha- was dealing with the X Men. Right, That's but, a possibility. But, but what you just said involves so many different ifs in there. Yeah. I'm gonna go right to one of my favorite philosophers, Jane Cobb. You might know him from uh, you know the really nice TV show about people out in space, and I kind of enjoyed it a little too short. But is it uh, is this the uh, is this if the, wishes uh, were horses, we'd all be eating steak. And there you go. Let's just leave it at that. I mean, you know, how many hey, ifs look. can you have? Speaking of ifs, um, there's <laughs> oh, a new... That was a really good segue. <laughs> Speaking of ifs, Marvel is also relaunching a new, an, an old series this fall. What if, baby? Yep, the Bring What If down. series is coming back. We've, oh, yeah. We've got six one-shots coming out this October. Um... They are going to be, there's several, they're, again, six one-shots, going to be spotlighting a bunch of big Marvel characters. We've got Spider-Man, Punisher, uh, the X-Men. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. And, and, and as an old fan, I'm really hoping to God that they do a seventh title that's called What If We Hadn't Done This Last 12 Years of Nonsense. I don't think they're going to be Anyway, um, you also have, the, you also have uh, What If Thor. Well, what If Thor sounds really interesting. It's actually... Um, that story is going to be about if uh, if Odin, Odin had lost had yeah. if Odin had lost to the to the king of right, uh, Jotunheim. 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 Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I pronounced the the word the way it looks. Jotunheim. I, I, I mean, that wasn't on purpose. I thought that was a joke. I, I was going to say no, that actually was, was on purpose. Are, are you like Darcy from the original movie? You can't pronounce Mjolnir, so you have to say Mew Mew. Meow. Oh look, it's Mew Mew. It's Mew Mew. Ugh. I love Darcy. <laughs> I like hey, Darcy, oh. too. No, no, I'm saying he can't even say, uh, yes, I'd like to go to Jotunheim. Uh. Anyway, so it's Thor being taken taken to Jotunheim uh, to Jotun- be raised by the Frost <laughs> Giants. For Yoda. Go on. Continue. <laughs> no, Jotunheim. Oh, Why don't we call it Yodel time? Seven, continue your conversation, <laughs> my do. friend. He's going to the Frost Giant world. There you go. What's it called? And- <laughs> Jotunheim. <laughs> hey, do you remember how to say that Superman villain, the guy that was from the, uh, what was he, the 8th dimension, 9th dimension, uh, 54th dimension, whatever the heck? Irrelevant imp character. L- little imp guy with a purple I, hat, I boulder hat. Oh, Mr. Mr. Mixius Pidlick. <laughs> anyway, so Thor gets taken to the Frost Giant world <laughs> to be raised by the Frost Giants. And Loki is still, of course, bitter about Thor, which sounds kind of fun. The Punisher, uh, what that if? That sounds really The Punisher, cool. what if, sounds really good. It's what Spider if Peter Punisher. Parker, after letting the burglar go, decided that he was going to kill criminals. Um, and he takes up the mantle of Punisher. Punisher. Spider. Yes, yes. Kill everybody. His web shooters are guns. It's That's awesome. pretty cool. It's amazing. Um, I'm, I'm kind of digging the artwork for that one so well, it's far. The, it's one of the classic covers from the original yeah, series. I'm just saying, I, I really want to see it. Yeah, for Punisher, it's one of the original. It's him. It's the same cover of where he's in an he's falling backwards in an alley with trash cans. And he's yep. got two guns. You're yep. gonna have to find it to post them side mm-hmm. by side. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I yes, might send no, them to you. Um, the other one that I I have mixed feelings mm-hmm. about is the X Men one. Well, it's very it's very digital. Ghost of the Shell. Yeah. 
they literally look like Major and her little sidekick that I can't remember his name. That's how it looks. Yeah, yeah. That that's how it looks. But you see, know. I, I never had a problem with the what ifs, and one of the reasons I no, always love them. They're so great because of the fact that they were a way for the, you to address the idea that there might be other things out there. There might be other avenues that could have been taken without ruining the entire character by making Falcon Captain America. The, there, I said it. Oh, that, that, that <laughs> that's went, a bit topical. The only thing that I wish that they were doing with the what ifs was making it. Maybe for like some new writers and new artists. To well, it do is. This. Is it? Because yeah. Brian yeah. Hill's doing the X Men one. But Brian Hill's also still up and coming. He's not right. real stable. Is he? Yeah. I mean, he has Detective and he did. Not for know. long. Mm. <laughs> anyway. No, like literally, like he's not on the book for long. Well, I think he's going to be a row. He's going to be one of the rotating oh, writers. Oh, are they doing rotating? Yeah, because they don't have books? a set team yet. Oh, Jesus. I mean, Marvel, that, Marvel always used to be really good about that. They would yeah. differentiate between their stories. I mean, you had one where, what if Frank Castle killed the Marvel Universe? I saw that. And it was kind of fun. It wasn't, that, a, it that, wasn't a what if wasn't specifically. A what if. It was a one shot. But it was like a what yeah. if. It was exactly but, but the same the thing, setup. Though. But you know what? You know what's also really great about the the what ifs, though? And I know, and, I, and Kyle, I can already, this is going to be a debate between you and me Ooh, personally. But the thing is yourself. that you've got great, you, you look at a lot of the really great what ifs from back in the day, mm-hmm. and they're stories that have actually carried over and sure. become part of yeah. Jane Foster is Thor. That was a right. what if. Right. And it's been a it's been a great story. And and you know what I've said it a thousand times in the shop or to anybody else who wants to have the conversation. Jane Foster is Thor. Never had the slightest problem with it one one little bit. The only thing I ever argued with was the mistreatment of the original character. Okay. I didn't care for that. What Jane Foster as Thor was great, but just all of a sudden the fact that Thor Odinson is now just a, oh, a he's bumbling unworthy. idiot who can't get anything right, and yeah. he's all, oh, woe is me. Oh, I've lost my arm. Oh, I suck. Oh, I mean, oh well, everything to, else is terrible. To be fair, I mean, wasn't wasn't Thor in the original mythology just a bumbling drunk who kind of just... Well, he is a bumbling <laughs> drunk in the original mythology. <laughs> Not as much but as he's also, no. Oh, no, But he's no. also just about the toughest guy around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but, I mean I, and I understand where you're coming from with that, but at the same time, I mean, one of the other things, too, that Jason Aaron did really well, it wasn't just that he did something that made him unworthy, it was that he didn't believe that the gods were worthy. Like, that was one of the big things about his run. What was the reason why Thor was unworthy? Because he didn't believe in it anymore. Because original Nick Fury whispered certain words. Well, that's what I'm saying. Nick Fury whispered, and like, we waited three years together. He basically told him that Godkiller guy was right. Yeah. Whose name I can't remember for the life of me. Oh, I think it was gore. It was a G... Yeah, it was something. Something like that. But essentially what was going on in Jason Aaron's run was that you know, it was it was Thor. I mean, we find out later what it was, and it was the fact that you know he fought the God Killer, and the God Killer's whole thing was that the gods don't deserve to be prayed to, they don't deserve to be worshipped, they don't deserve any of this, they don't deserve, they're not worthy of it. And you know, and a lot of the, and when you look at a lot of the pantheons and look at you know, especially in modern times, at least in the Marvel universe, the pantheons really don't do anything anymore. They really have kind of forsaken, you know. The human race and or whatever other races pray to them, which is why the God Killer goes around killing the gods, and that's what Thor wrestles with for most of the when Jane Foster wields the hammer is that when Nick Fury tells him that the God Killer was right, you know he it kind of it hits hits home and he kind of is sitting there going you know. And for those of you not familiar with the storyline, we're talking about original Nick Fury, i.e. fought in World War II Nick Fury, not... Not his son. Not Sam Jackson, Nick Fury Jr. Yes. Um, 
So the uh, well, yeah, that's right before they they retconned them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had. Um, so yeah. So that's the big thing is that Thor has been wrestling with this. Is that you know is he worthy? What makes him worthy? Should the gods really be worshipped and praised for not really doing much else than being there? And yeah, but I mean the the whole issue of worthiness though with Thor is just been it's been beaten to death. You know, the horse is there. It's on the side of the road. We all acknowledge the horse exists. Yeah. Do Does everybody need to keep walking by and kicking the darn thing? Oh. Can we leave the horse alone? Poor, it's poor, dead. Poor Penelope. Right. So, I, I mean, yeah. You know, so, and if it hadn't been for hadn't been for a horse, we there. wouldn't have spent that year in college. <laughs> nice. If it hadn't been for a horse, we wouldn't have spent I that year in college. you were going to go. Oh. One of you was going to so when the uh, horse analogy came up. So, for, for anyone out there, <laughs> just... Your hospital. just Turn to whoever you're next to and try to rationalize that one. Um, otherwise, your brain will shut off. Anyway. It's so, a little bit try, like trying to smell the color nine. <laughs> smells like home. Um, let's move on. So, anyway, the um, another uh, interesting piece of news uh, coming right out of uh, Flash 50 um, is the oh, speculation yeah. that the character of Wally West, the original Wally West, red hair kid, you know, he's... Uh, He's been wrestling with a lot of different stuff going on. You know, people finally starting to remember him. Um, <laughs> him. <laughs> no, really, that's what's going I on know. in the story. People, I know. It's so the, funny. The, the, the sad uh, part so, is you say that, and that's my Flash. Like, yeah, Wally my flash West too. is my, my Flash. Wally West. People starting to remember he exists. People starting to remember he exists. Me. Like, he shows up with, with, with Iris. They don't even do, like, the little, like, lightning effect that's been happening. Whenever somebody remembers him, he, like, touches them and the little lightning zaps them. And they're like, oh, I forgot all about you. Oops. And he Wait, who's that other guy calling himself Wally. Don't now, go there, Kyle. Oh. Now, Devin, we're starting to differentiate go it in there. the universe and calling him Wallace. One of them, I think it's, I think it's the well, the one. the the idea, the, the way Jeff Johns had to clean it up when he did the the DC Rebirth was Wally, the our Wally, the original Wally West, and the current hashtag my Wally. Oh. Wow, man. Hashtag no, no. What you just said, I want you to remember this. It's not a hashtag. All you knuckleheads that use wallet. hashtag, right. Yeah, pound my Wally. That's what you just this, said. This is going to have to wow. be edited. Wow. Holy, no, holy no, crap. Please, please, if they're Satan, Buddha, Allah, I don't care. Do is there something we should no tell your girlfriend? We're sick. Is, is there something that we should tell your girlfriend about, you know, you wanting to pound my Wally? No, I... I Come I, on, I, man! She's supposed to be listening to this one. She's oh, not going to listen. She just humors you. Oh, anyway... My grandma so, and her cat promised to listen. Again, really? so the pro- the thing was is that the original Wally West, having been out of, the, out of reality for a while, and the current Wally West, who is of African-American descent, he, um, they are both named for their grandfather, Wallace West. Yeah, because uh, Iris had two siblings that he both had, had She had two siblings. She had two brothers. Wally. The brother who is the father of the new Wally West was the estranged black sheep of the family. Really? That's it. what is they Is that said. what you just used as phrasing? It's the actual... Good God. It's the actual quote from the book. All right, look. Look, again... It's another one of these situations where you've got the cast going on on the Flash television show. You couldn't have gotten better a better casting choice than the guy who's running is Joe, Joe West on the show. Yeah, he's, he's a fantastic actor. 
The guy can sing, he can dance, he can do everything. He does a great dramatic read, he has comedic timing. He's yeah. fantastic. You couldn't have done better there. He was there. great on Law and Order, too. Right, he was fantastic He's on Law and Order for years. The point is, though, you've got him. So, therefore, it made sense that his daughter, and then, by extension later on, his son, were going to be African-American. Makes total sense. Why the heck they wrote that into the comic books where you already had a Wally West who was established for over 40 years doesn't make sense. Also, Iris was white. Yes, like, for over they, 40 they, years. Okay, hold, 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 stop, 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 stop. Okay, now, again... The, the, you also have to remember this is all big problems from the from the from the new 52 debacle right. that DC is trying immensely hard to either fix and or erase certain points of it just forget just forget it yeah no just it's forget fine it Wally's back okay but now the the spinning out of Flash 50 Wally West the original Wally um, who was also called Flash is potentially retiring from the role. Um, Will, how, how, what are your feelings on that coming off oh, of Flash the, 50? I've never been a super big fan of them doing the thing that they explain where he's like, I still want to be a superhero, but I don't want to call myself, I don't know what to call myself. And Barry looks at him and he goes, you can be the Flash. And he goes, what? And he goes, well, you're not the Flash, you're a Flash. That's stupid. Now you have two characters literally named Flash. What? What? When you already what? had. When you already had. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so now we're going for three. Have it become Savitar. Just, just let that happen. Just ridiculous. How, oh, how dare oh, you? Oh, but hey, hey, and and spoiler alert for those of you who haven't read it at this point in time, we also got back another one of our Flash characters. I don't, I don't know if we want. Do we want to bring that up right now? Or no, no, I, I wasn't saying. I wasn't saying who. Yeah. We did okay. get back another okay. Flash oh, character. All yeah. right, that's that's. We'll go that far. I'm excited to see what happens with that. I'm yeah. super pumped. Um, well, that's a big that's a big thing because they, as far as I can tell from the what he says at the end of the book, he remembers everything. Yeah, I mean but he, he doesn't care. If I remember correctly, he busts out and he's like, "Don't care, I'm back, whatever." And I was like, "Wait, what?" Well, no, he says he says I don't know if you remember me, but I'm I'm back. So that'll be interesting to see if yeah. everybody remembers him. Well. I mean, he's he's one of the biggest. So everybody r- is trapped in the Speed Force, if in in that regard, because he does <laughs> escape the the Speed Force. Well, I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of. It, I think the the Speed Force is going to wind up working big into the Doomsday Clock story, probably. Which is weird because we're like halfway through it already, and Flash hasn't even like. We're more come than up. halfway. Well, don't discussion. well don't forget we. We have like three issues left. Oh, really? What? Doomsday? No way. Clock. Issue five, dude. Yeah, yeah it's only issue... seven. Twelve. No, Twelve. Twelve. Oh. That was like, wait a minute. Wow, man! Right. It says it right on the book. Yeah, it's like five of twelve. Five of twelve. Uh, anyway, so I think the other thing too is like, don't forget, like one of the big factors of Doomsday Clock is the JSA. Yeah. And Jay Garrick is still mm-hmm. trapped in the Speed Force, as far in, as we know. In the button. Mm-hmm. Jay Garrick comes down and he's like, hey. Barry, remember me? And he's like, no, who are you? And then he just leaves. Well, that's like, oh, that's, so we're that gonna, was all for nothing. So I have a feeling that once all the speedsters are, are, are released from the speed force. Johnny Quick. I feel like there's going to be a big shift in what everyone in the DC reality remembers. A little bit of Max Mercury. Probably. I think Doomsday Clock. Max Mercury. Doomsday Max Clock, Mercury. Oh, Doomsday Clock is just going to reset was everybody's it? memory. It's definitely going to be a reality well, shifting. Max Mercury. That was that was um that was Jesse Quick's father, right? No, that's Johnny Quick. No, don't you know Harrison oh, Wells that. is her dad? Stop. <laughs> no, who, who was Ma- Max Mercury? Was who, he Fair was the enough. mentor of who? Who was the? Was he the mentor of Bart? Yeah. 
Was he, he was Bart's Bart, mentor? He was Bart's mentor for a good long while. That's right. Okay. You know, That's the, what the relationship philosopher is. slash, you know, used to live with the Native American tribes speedster. He's the, right. That's fine. He's the hippie speedster. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Of, of Flash War, they kind of leave it in regards like he, he's <laughs> like, uh, screw everything else. I'm going to go do my own thing. I got to go find my fam. I got to go find the find <laughs> everyone I remember. Got to go find my fam. And Barry's like, all right, whatever. I'm going to go back to the city. And then bleepity bleep character comes back and he's like back. Oh, oh also this issue did prove one thing once and for all without any doubts any questions whatsoever the whole nonsense about the flash racing superman is the biggest bunch of hokey nonsense, nonsense ever the flash is so much faster than oh, superman yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it is but, ridiculous now here but here's the other thing too now i mean wally west i mean now I know you haven't read a lot of the the old school stuff, Will. Like I know you you're, you you have like cliff notes on things. You know certain key things that have happened. Yeah. But I mean, Wally West, God, this character doesn't get a break. No. He, I mean, back when he was kid, when he was the original Kid Flash, yep. back back in the eighties, he had a heart condition that's he had to quit being Kid Flash. They brought it back. Yeah. yeah. They brought it back in, in the Judas Titans contract. crossover yeah. event. Or no, Judas. Judas, it was Judas something, but they did it. What's they the did it during story Reaper. Like? The original story was Judas Contract. Contract, yeah. But this one was, um, I don't remember. But they brought it back because Damien yeah. goes back in time. Yeah. Well, okay. So he's got a heart condition. At one point in time, he's just as flat, fast yeah, as Barry because he's siphoning he's Barry's faster. power. He's faster than no, Barry. No, then he's faster than Barry. Then he loses the ability to phase through things. Then he can phase through things, but every time he does, they explode. You know, so on and so forth. Then his metabolism goes totally insane, and he's got to eat like nine thousand pounds of food a day well, no, just well, to keep up. Well, no, he, I mean, but, it gets weird. Yeah, don't forget there was, you know, and then don't forget the time when uh, when, when Wally lost all his memories. Yep. He was wandering around. He was a bum. He didn't know who he was. Yep. Which is also the same thing they did to Green Arrow for a little bit, but that was only because. Hal resurrected him God, poorly. Really while he just needs his Linda. Yes. Yeah. God, let's bring, let's let Linda and Wally be happy again. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Linda doesn't remember him. Well, yep. she also doesn't want to. She won't touch him because she thinks it's weird. She won't like. Well, she thinks he's a. She thinks he's a nut job. Anyway, so yeah, so I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff going on with the with the flat. I mean, Wally West is just. My heart goes out to the character. I mean, there was five years where he did. He wasn't even there. I mean. Wow. He's a straight-up fantastic character. He didn't need to be rewritten. You don't need two versions of him. Well, That's then, where my objection's yeah, always they, been. But then you had the... you had. They also did the same thing with Donna Troy. Because Donna Troy was gone for five years, too. Yeah. And when they, they actually brought her into New 52, yes. she was a villain. Yes. And then when they did Rebirth... And they fixed her back to normal Donna Troy. She had to... In the most, in the most recent arc before they ended Titans... Um, she had to fight evil Donna Troy. Yeah, because she was a villain. It was her from the future because she, she apparently goes nuts because because they they redid it. So now. So, so what do you what do you lay odds on the idea that they'll eventually have Wally West versus Wally West in an all-out battle for the soul of name of com, comma whatever of Wally West, with the one that loses, becoming like another new version of. Professor Zoom or something. Well, no, don't for, nice. don't forget. Like Professor Zoom's Kid Zoom. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> Super Zoom. Well, the other thing. Uh, that's that's what uh, the newer Wally is worried about. He's like, am I gonna go nuts like my dad? I don't know. Maybe. Well, don't forget in the in the future in the original New Fifty Two Futures End series, mm-hmm. Black Wally West does become a villain. 
Yeah. He has that silver and red, um, you know, he has that silver and red costume and he's a villain. Yeah. And he tries to kill Barry. Well, yeah, there's that and then... Name a Flash um, that hasn't tried to kill Barry. Yeah. The original Wally West? No, he tried to kill him because in the Bart most recent Allen. arc before Flash War, in Grodd, he was, he was possessed by Grodd. So technically... I'm going with Bart Barry. Allen. Bart was not there for that. Bart has never tried to kill Barry. Well, Barry's... yeah, due to the fact that without Barry, he wouldn't exist. Exactly. Well, now you're just getting into semantics. Sometimes the principle of the what matter if, is more important than existence. But if time, <laughs> if time recorrects itself and recreates Barry so that Bart still oh, happens shit. to exist at that time. Stop. Are you getting it? Just it's stop. No. Nobody gets to have the X-Men's bad is. writing outside of the X-Men books, okay? Steve, the uh, the new creative team just got announced for Wonder Woman starting in November. Oh. Uh, that's going to be uh, G. Willow Wilson, who she's made her name right in uh, the Ms. Marvel character. I'm just surprised that um, Marvel's let her do this. She doesn't have an exclusive. I'm shocked that she doesn't. I'm surprised that she doesn't have an exclusive with DC writing one of their That's flagship I mean. characters. Um, but also the uh, the artist on the book is going to be Carrie Nord, who he is from uh, from Dark Horse Conan fame and uh, Exo Manowar for Valiant. Um, it just means that we're going to get a really rough look at Wonder Woman, and I'm super excited about it. Like not like rough, like I mean like rough, like she's going to look. Like a barbarian. Yeah, and I'm super. Well, that's the thing. I'm wondering what kind of stories we're going to get because, with his art and everything they're doing, I wonder if we're going to be getting more of like a George Perez style Wonder Woman book again. Well, and Arik was always so beautifully drawn. You know, when Exo is in his earlier form before he has the armor. Yeah. I was. I always thought that was absolutely beautiful artwork, personally. Um, But yeah, no that that creative team. It's it's. I'm going to be interested to see how she writes the character because aside from Ms. Marvel, I haven't read anything else by G. Willow Wilson. So I don't know if she, how she's going to write Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman's not a teenager. No. And right, and the Ms. Marvel character she writes is a teenager. Is a teenager. Uh, Camilla Khan is a... Uh, and not that I doubt that she'd be able to do a good job. No, but, they're, they're but I just want to see... completely different characters. Yeah, I want to see how what her story... I mean, it must be a pretty good story for her to land uh, yeah, Wonder uh, you Woman. Know, the actual book. Yeah, and I, and I know how weird this is going to sound for people that, that have known me for years and years. But I'm actually looking forward to the idea of having a decent female writer in charge of such a female iconic character. That is a very interesting thing to hear you say. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's interesting because you know, guys are guys, and we do the things that we do when we're writing. We do the things we do when we're when we're role playing, or even just projecting onto other people. You know, a man's mind is not the same as a woman's mind no. when it comes to this sort of thing, and what we're going to create is not going to be the same as what a woman would see as important. So yeah. I, think it, I think it could be a really great take on Wonder Woman, who's had some eh runs and some great runs over the years. Well, don't get me wrong. I mean, you, know, you look at... Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind Greg Rucka's recent run of Wonder Woman. I thought it was okay. I, I mean, it was, it, it was fun. But I'm not... I, I still say the definitive run on Wonder Woman, the, the best run on Wonder Woman, is, was the George Perez run. Yeah. Was the '80s run right. where she's actually fighting Greek monsters and myths? Is this a uh, post-crisis where nobody remembers who she is? Yeah, yeah it's post-crisis. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was only the first couple of stories, mm-hmm. but but Perez was just so good. Yeah, just so. Good. I mean, he drew and wrote that book. Yeah. yeah. 
And, you know, it, it Wolfman w- touched that book at all too? No, no? it was just Perez. That was just Perez. It was Perez. It was just Perez by himself for a while. That's interesting. And then I think he just took over. I believe either writing responsibilities or, or I think he took over just writing responsibilities yeah. for a while. Um, but yeah. it, it was it was just an, it was an it's the iconic run of Wonder Woman. Right. It's um, it's well written. It's not necessarily showing the artist's actual personal perspectives on no. anything. He's trying yeah. to write to the character. Oh yeah, definitely. And he's writing to the character's strength. She's she's a Greek, she's part of Greek mythology. Why wouldn't she be fighting gods and goddesses and monsters, you know, Makes from sense. from that time? Kicking the crap out of a harpy. Yeah. You know, come fighting on. Medusa. Or a Medusa. I, I can't remember if there's only ever one or multiple. There's multiple. There's multiple? Okay. Um, but, you know, I mean, now, I think however... it's Medusa I mean, and the sisters Gorgon or something like that. Yeah. You and know. Then, you, then you got other creatures that turn things to stone, too, like cockatrices and whatnot. Some you know, weird stuff. The other, the other thing, too, about George Perez's run, I mean, he, he really... There was no holding back when he created that, when he was doing the character's origin. It was, you know, they Wonder Woman was created from the, the, at least the way he wrote it, the sorrows of, of all the women in the world who had been wronged. And th- that was mainly because after, I, I believe it was Hercules, right? Was it Hercules who who assaulted uh, uh, Wonder Woman's mother? Yes. Hepa, My God, every time I try to say her name, it almost comes out as hepatitis, and I just, (laughs) I want to punch myself every time I do it. Don't forget. Mother of Wonder Woman. Oh, and by the way, it's hepatitis. There you go. Because the internet has made this, has made this a reality. Hippolyta. Um, Hippolyta Hippolyta. in English means Martha. So. So. Oh, I quit. That's it. I'm out. Get out. No. We're best friends now. Yeah. Ugh, what did you Lord. say? <laughs> that is literally oh. the ending of the Deadpool and Punisher crossover. That is hysterical. You know, that's also what Thor was whispering to Thanos after he hit him with the axe. <laughs> you should have aimed for my Martha. Oh. Wow. Oh. oh. That just took a weird turn. All right, moving. Did move, he name the gauntlet Martha? Moving on. No, I don't know where that joke went. I'm just gonna put a picture up of, of Thanos' face, just going. Martha, just having, just having Martha. The one, the one from the meme where he goes, "You should have aimed for my nut." What? We named the Dude. dog Indiana. Okay. Where? Why did that? Where did that come from? Where what did was, that come from? What was that? <laughs> What was that? I about? got the reference, but mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's. it's I there. don't know why. Where all mothers are Martha, the dogs Indiana. Let's just carry on. Moving on. Watch. What's the yeah. next topic? You so got? we got here. You go. Uh, so Kyle, this is going to be real big for us. The uh, they're making a new RoboCop movie. Oh, it's boy. called RoboCop Returns. It's going to be directed by Neil Blomkamp, the guy who did District Nine, uh, and it's going to be uh, a. Well, sequel. I'll buy that for a dollar. It's going to be a sequel to the original RoboCop movies, not the uh, the remake. No. No. That is interesting. Yeah, because the reboot They're Halloweening it. Yeah. They're everything in it. They're, you know... Is Peter Weller going to play RoboCop? Not many... I really hope so. Is Peter Weller going to get back in the armor? Come on. If Peter Weller does it, it's going to be amazing. Well, that would make sense if they're doing it like now. You know what? No. I I want them to do the same thing I suggested that they do for Spawn. Steve, you got me on this one? Spawn. We should have... Just have a new actor in the armor. Have him act the character, but just have... 
Peter Weller voice over him. Oh yeah, no, I'm uh, there. Much, much like I'm Keith there. David for Spawn. Like, sure, Jamie Foxx can play the character; he can be there in the costume and everything. But that voice should always be Keith David. Yes. So we're Darth Vadering it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yes. yes. Hard. Yes. yes. Full on all Some the way. Don't tell Jamie Foxx. This is of. CNN. <laughs> I mean, that, there, no, there are some Atlantic. You can't get rid of. In more recent news, with the with the new Ant Man movie out, uh, there's been a lot of uh, talk about um, what well, is now what's been Ant-Man. being called the co-creator debate. Ooh. Um, one of the uh, a, a former big creator at Marvel, uh, Dave Michelini, was recently interviewed. Um, about how he felt about the co-creator tag for certain characters, um, namely the char- some of the characters he co-created, um, which were you know Scott Lang, Taskmaster, Ant-Man, very and- yeah Scott uh, Lang, Scott, Scott Lang, Lang yeah. yeah. So Scott yeah. Lang, Taskmaster. Um, Scott Lang the- happens to be the real name of this version of Ant-Man. <laughs> yes, and uh, <laughs> that message brought to you by Kyle. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, Venom and Carnage. Um, so the so the the issue Wait, here. Wait, somebody wants credit for t- creating Carnage. Uh, Listen, you uh, leave Marvel's you leave Carnage shot. alone. You leave Marvel's version of the Joker alone. Leave okay? Britney alone. Leave Cassidy alone. And, and, and you know what? They followed the typical. His name is Cletus. 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 His last Cassidy. name is Cassidy. Cletus I've only Cassidy. Just, whatever. But I'm they went. Right. They went straight old Marvel, old school Marvel on that one too. They Cletus had to have Cassidy. the alliteration. Cletus Cassidy, yeah. Peter Parker, Victor yeah, Von States. Doom. You know? Eddie Brock. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't. What the <laughs> are you on? Gene Gray, Scott Summers. We can just keep going. Well, Scott Summers works. That's two S's. Yeah. Gene Gray is J G. It, this, yeah, it's but the sound, always, dude. Alliteration has to do with sound. Oh, it was always the sound for Stan. Oh, it was, okay. for Stan. Well, it was it also really the, the initials to Sue Bruce Storm. Banner. The only one that didn't work was Steve Rogers. Well, well actually, Stan didn't create Steve. Stan didn't create Steve. Yeah. I'm sorry, what now? Stanley didn't create Steve Rogers. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mine straight up love. Blown. <laughs> and this is this is why we have to have the co-creator debate. Um, <laughs> oh, he co-created no. Steve? No, no. No, Stan had nothing to do with Steve Rogers' conception. Well, Steve Rogers was daddy. created in the 1940s. You're right, yeah. Stan wasn't working for Marvel till way later. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the idea here is that uh, Dave Michelini was explaining how he doesn't believe that uh, those characters in particular, Scott Lang, um, Taskmaster, Venom, and Carnage, um, he, you know, he, he used those as... as uh, examples because as far as he's concerned he created those characters wholly and completely uh, mainly uh, because it, he came up with the ideas for what the characters are supposed to look like who the characters were what their backstories were what their personalities were and you know he turns in his script and the the, the artist draws what he has you know given them um, now the the flip side to that is that mm-hmm. he also said that there are characters out there that absolutely deserve a co-creator credit because the artist and writer sat together in a room and hashed out what they wanted this character to be as, as a team. You know what they were, what they envisioned this character as. Um, so I'm I'm opening it up to everybody else here. What what are what are our takes on that? There is if I believe if an if an artist wants co-creator like you know credit for it, 
the artist should have been responsible for the character's design conception. That's definitely an integral part of the character as you need to see the character to know the character. The character can't just be a shadow that speaks every time that it comes on it comes on screen. You know? We or on paper. We you know, it's 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 very up in the air depending on the situation. You know, you said uh, um, he uh, gave the artist what to draw by exact. Like, if you're talking, was it like specific? Like, I want him to be Scotty. He's got he's got red, gray, black colors. He's got the Ant Man helmet. It's well, no, no, but the I mean well, the the Ant Man the Ant Man design is different. But yeah, no, but, to, but for like for Scott Lang, and, and yeah, no, from from what David Michelini said about Venom. Uh, and, it's, and Venom and Carnage is that he detailed what he wanted the characters to look like. You know, that was, that was, and then, you know, and yes, Todd McFarlane brought, you know, he drew the first version of Venom. Now, the thing was is that the, um, the idea is that from Marvel, <laughs> back in the day. I'm sorry, I'm imagining his descriptions of the two of them. Okay, alright, here's what I want for Venom, man. I want him to look like Bane in the black Spider-Man costume. Go. Venom Here's Cletus Venom Cassidy. I know, but I'm saying, like, yeah, just I, imagining I, the descriptions. Here's Cletus Cassidy. Okay, yeah, Cletus Cassidy. He, he's Venom a criminal. Man. I want him to be the Joker, but with red hair. Go. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, so, no, but I mean, I, I have I have I have no doubt that he probably sat down and he probably, you know, detailed what he wanted. He wanted, he wanted a... You know, they already had the black costume. The black costume was a well-known staple of, of Spider-Man at that point in time. I mean, he was even he was solely wearing the black costume at that point. And the thing was is that you know you wanted the um, I can imagine that he would have explained that he wanted a a bigger, muscular version of Spider-Man. He he wanted he didn't want him to have like a, a straight, covered face. He wanted him to have a mouth. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, in that regard. Yeah, that would, you know, if, you're, and if, yeah. you're, if you're giving, yeah. like, integral, like, you know, yeah. character design. Well, have you, ever, have you ever sat down with an artist and actually described something to them and had them draw it? No. It never comes out anywhere near what you're envisioning no. in your head. Because the person who's drawing it has to be able to envision what you're telling them. And it yeah. takes a lot to get the translation back and forth between the two. I can totally see your argument for Venom and Carnage, and I know that yeah. you're big fans of both of them. I can absolutely say, yes, okay, he's... He's the creator of those but, two. Well, yeah, but here, but here, but here you go. Home. The Ant-Man one, though, it doesn't matter. Scott Lang is just, he's an interesting character, no doubt. Yeah, I enjoy but, the character of Scott again, Lang, but the look of the character didn't vary that much from Hank Pym when he was wearing the same outfit. Well, yeah, the, the costume in general, but the character of Scott Lang, like this thing. Scott Lang as a character, right. there's no creator credit for. And the thing was is that, the his like to, to Dave Michelini's point, if Dave Michelini hadn't, it, to quote him in the article, if he hadn't been born, if he hadn't worked for Marvel, mm -hmm. they wouldn't have come up with Scott Lang. He came up with the character of Scott Lang. He came up with the guy who stole the Ant-Man suit to right. save his daughter. You know, so could they have maybe one day down the road, could there have been a writer that came up with another Ant-Man? Sure, but it wouldn't have been Scott Lang. Scott Lang wasn't a Marvel, cre wasn't created by Marvel editorial. Yeah, may maybe I wasn't really clear on what I meant by yeah. that. What I meant was that you've definitely got the argument being made for the people that contributed the original artwork for Venom and for Carnage because they were reliant upon it. Yeah. Scott Lang, you can definitely say, is totally his creation because what Scott Lang looks like is irrelevant to the character. It's what the character does that matters. Yeah. 
Scott Lyon could have been wearing a paper bag over his head for 50 issues, and that would have been just fine. Because it didn't have any play at all with now, what the character did. Now, to avoid this problem, just record every time you're creating a new character. Just record, record every conversation. So we have it because that seems to be the biggest problem nowadays. A bunch of comic book, you know, the writers and the artists will get an argument. I created him. No, I created him. I had co-creation. Well, no, but but you know what? But you know what? Like Here you go. You know, you know who's a great example of of co-creatorship? The Siegel and Schuster. Siegel and Schuster, I when they no, Kane and Finger is a terrible example of co-creatorship because Kane robbed Finger of all that yeah, credit. Well, yeah, because Kane created Batman and, and and Finger created everything else, Bruce Wayne included. All 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 Kane came up with was the name. Yeah. Okay, that's everything that's all he came up with. Okay, but take take for example, let's go for something more like Conan. Okay, Conan was completely created off of the writing. Yeah. What he was drawn as is far less relevant than what it was originally written as by Howard. Well, yeah. So you can't give a co-creator credit to the guy that first drew Conan. No, but I think I think not. But novels are also slightly... It's a different vein. There's no one else collaborating with you on a novel. But there's 50 years of comic book continuity versus three, what? Two, two and a half, three books? Are with any Conan? artists well, short stories. co-creatorship of Conan? I don't know, but I'm sure no, that no, there's no. some it's, that it's are trying just, to. It's, it's no, it's always been created by Robert E. Howard. Yeah. Right. That's because it's again, it's yeah, not. No artist is going to get created. Who, no. The who, by the way, if you ever want to read an interesting biography, read about Howard. That guy had a really wild life. Didn't live very long. Prolific writer. Massive racist. Actually, if, really interesting character. If you uh, now actually, if you if you ever watch the uh, if you ever watch the Jason Momoa Conan, mm. if you if you ever have the if you ever have a chance to actually get have it on uh, disc, or yeah, I've watched book. it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. There's an actual feature. There's an actual featurette, the documentary about Robert E. Howard. Yep. And it, it's actually on that that uh, Blu-ray DVD. Yep. Uh, but yeah. So here you go. But here, here, here's where one of the big debates for the co-creator thing comes in, Kyle. So there's technically three co-creators for Carnage. This being because. When Dave Michelin was writing Spider-Man, mm -hmm. he created the character of Carnage. Mm -hmm. The artist who first drew Carnage, who has co-creatorship, all he drew was a silhouette. It was a one-panel silhouette of the of the character's head. No, you've done nothing. Get out. And be, well, no, but Marvel's policy, Marvel's co-creator, co the creator policy at Marvel is that the first writer and first artist to draw to write and draw the character are the co-creators. He drew one panel, one silhouette, and he gets co-creatorship. Mark Bagley. I say the well, nay, sir. I say the nay. <laughs> Mark Bagley, who was one of the who was one of the uh, the, the premier Spider-Man artists of all time, uh, all through the '90s, drew most, pretty much, almost all of the Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, he he was the first person to design the actual or draw Carnage in his full attire. Um, which again, as far as David Michelini is concerned, he says he detailed what Carnage is supposed to look like. And we'll take a pause in our programming now while we beat Steve to death. Um, referencing the new Venom movie, everybody and their brother should absolutely be appalled by the fact that they don't even cast an actress who's able to say the word symbiote. I say again, for those of you in the cheap seats, symbiote. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But no, I think there's a lot of writers out there who they have a they you know they detail the certain things that they want about the character on the character. You know, Taskmaster. Yes, I'm sure you know there were liberties taken with the design. But at the end of the day, I'm sure David Michelini said, "Hey, I wanted to have a cloak. I wanted to have a skull mask." I want him to have a sword. I want him to be the super adaptoid of yes. non-robots. Go. He's the, he's the Amazo <laughs> of the Marvel Universe. He is the Amazo. But he actually oh, has a personality. Yeah. It's great. All right, so he's got a bow, and he's I got mean, a sword, and he's got a shield. and Justice League Unlimited, he also has a personality. Taskmaster? No. Uh, oh, Amazo. Amazo. Their version of Amazo. Yeah. And he's played by the Doctor from Voyager. Yeah, I, I have a and problem with that. And he becomes a god. Robert Picardo? Robert Picardo? Is that right? Watch Gargoyle. Robert Picardo? Is that right? Gargoyle is literally any special guest character is a voice from any Star Trek. Yep. Worf plays um Darkseid's kid. Oh my god, why is his... Orion. No. Calabac. There we go. Caliban. Calabac? Calabac. 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 Yeah. In, in Caliban's X-Men. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so I mean, that's the thing. Caliban's I mean, I mean, the mutant sniffer in X-Men. One of the Morlocks. Yes. He's the one who can but find is he, the other He's movies. also the one who can get really big or really small. Like, No. No, there was times when he was like... Yeah, he hulked out a couple of times, more or less. But I think that had something to do with something that uh, oh, Apocalypse God. did to him. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let me see. What, what's your opinion on the uh, the co-creator debate? I feel like it should be because yes, even though you're sitting there and spewing out what you want, at the end of the day, I don't see you picking up an art tool and making it happen. You're relying on the artist to still do it. That's a good point. Like, that's how I very much look at it. Like, I mean, you know, if, if that's the case, then you should do first written by or first drawn by and separate them that way but at the end of the yeah, day but you know, you're but, giving me an idea which is it, it's great but you're not physically picking up the pencil or whatever and drawing it same way like I'm not writing it yeah but at the end of the day the artist isn't going to have that idea in their head to draw it without any of that direction well, they're going off of that. what is described to them. Yeah. Yeah. But without you're, having any actual, like, picture being drawn for them. Yeah, but Todd McFarlane, I mean, what's he, I mean, he wasn't going to see then turn around and say, hey, you know what, I'm going to create this Venom character and it's going to look like Spider-Man, but huge. That was Dave Michelini telling him, this is the character yeah, I'm going to write to no, fight Spider-Man. No, because Todd McFarlane was too, ba too busy trying to figure out how to draw as many webs on any panel uh -huh. as possible. <laughs> Or as many chains in every book. I swear the guy got stuck in a Lowe's at some point in time in his life <laughs> and was traumatized by it. Chains. chains! We need chains! Chains and webs! Chains and webs everywhere! Really? Dusty. Yeah, apparently. No, I mean... So cobwebs. It's, it's... No, I just... I feel that it's a partnership. Accept it. Move on. No, but they're... But no, again, they're... <laughs> No, no. no, it's like a no, it's not. no, no. I'm being, but I'm being serious. <laughs> yeah. There's instances where yes, I will agree with you. There are times when a writer and artist will sit down and they will collaborate to create a character. Mm -hmm. They'll go back and forth and they'll they'll decide what they want to do. But in, but there are certain instances where the writer has mm -hmm. detailed everything they want about the character, what they want the character to look like, and everything, and it's their creation. It's it's what they 
What? See, there, that's also a good point. But you got to bring it to life. You have to bring it to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you don't want his design, you technically at that point have jurisdiction over the character, and you can just say, no, do it again. Veto. Um, but this is, yes and no to that. Yes and no to that hard. Um, but my, my next original point to this, though, you don't own anything. The companies own you own nothing. Well, like, it depends. It depends on which studio you're talking about. Various I'll, different I'll, studios. Yeah, yeah various different things. studios over the years yeah, have allowed people to own. Yeah, the but they're already they were already giving out the creator credits. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, when, that's that was the time when they were giving out the creator I, I think, credits. I think it's a valid argument. I think we've all argued for the fact that it is a valid argument yeah. to be to look at the concept that you have to have both to get the party done. But at the same, it's not for us to decide. I guess. Right. For, for we're also not creating diddly squat right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're literally just chasing our own. Wait for us to make our own big old comic company. We're going to make... That'll be... October Country Comics. October Country Comics. We'll record every creative session just to know who came up with what. It would literally just be nothing but bleeps. Our first villain... Each other with the bleeps. Our first villain needs to be like a combination of the Kingpin and the Joker. Which I... Which I threw out there because I'm betting that of the four, see that's what I was getting at. The four of us sitting here right now all had a different interpretation of what I meant by that. Ah. I'm a little too tired right now to think like that. I'm going with a king gesture. And, and the person who happens to be sitting here who is an artist had a different interpretation as well. <laughs> so. So. It's a word. Yeah. Either way. But I don't want to change the diapers. So what else you got? So, there we go, everybody. You can make your own decisions on how you feel about this. So, the final piece of news here, guys, is the uh, the lineup was revealed for the new Birds of Prey movie. I have to ask, is this confirmed? Are they like, yes. yes. This, this is, is this is the lineup for the movie. Right now, the characters, as they stand, are going to be Black Canary, okay. Huntress, okay. Renee Montoya, okay. Cassandra Cain, Why? And Harley Quinn. Okay, stop. stop wait, wait, Where's my hawk and dove? Oh, they were birds of prey. They were birds. <laughs> you know, Hawk was the only male character. Only male character ever to be a bird of prey. What was his name? Of, what was, oh, it? was There was one other guy. No, it was a. It was something master. It was one of master. the martial arts. Judo oh, master. Oh, judo master. Okay. Okay. So they did Will Hatman in there at one point? No. No, 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 no. He's part of Villains United and all that. That I knew. No. Okay. Really? And you're thinking of your hold on first off, yeah. yeah, Catman stop. was a lot of no, fun. No, you're thinking of Wild. No, Cat. I was thinking of Catman. Oh, okay. No, 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 because he he pops in a little. Cat. Okay. Yeah, no, but the uh, yes, the only two male characters to ever feature in Birds of Prey were Judo Master and uh, and Hawk from Hawk Where's and Dove. Where's my Judo Master in Rebirth? Come on, man, bring that back. I don't even know who he is. I don't either. Never heard of him. You just like the name at the time, but he's essentially like Bruce Lee Master. with a costume. So isn't that the same thing as like who's the guy from? Um, he's, he's another Marvel. one of those. He's, yeah, he's another one of those he's characters that was created. Well, he's another one of those creators that was created back in the seventies. And, you know, it was during the time of the black exploitation films, and then you had all the different martial arts films. And then as all those things died out, they were starting to become popular in the comic book universes. And as they died out in the movie theaters, they kind of died out in the comic books, too. So then you wind up with things like Power Man and Iron Fist hanging out together and becoming heroes for hire. Oh, yeah. 
That has to be the next Netflix series. But, yes, moving back to the uh, Birds of Prey, which, by the way, I just have to point out that considering the original lineup of Birds of Prey. Uh, wait, wasn't it also confirmed before you move on that Lady Shiva was going to be in that film as I, well? No, I, no, I that was that a that's, speculation. That's, that's me oh. speculating that okay. she would be the villain. I uh, want, okay, so so read me the lineup again. Uh, Black Canary, Huntress, okay. Renee Black Montoya, Kane. Cassandra Kane. And Harley Quinn. Cassandra Kane was the the assassin back girl. Now, now is there? Uh, yes, I remember Cassandra Kane quite well. I okay. like Cassandra Kane. She was she was well, one I, of my I always, girls. I know how much Steve hates her, but she was one no, of my no, favorite no, back girls. Let me rework this. I do not hate her, but for Birds of Prey, why are you not using Barbara? Yeah. Because we're going to use Oracle. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm upset about the, the fact Oracle that Barbara's not on that lineup sure right off the bat. Yeah. However, I what I want to, but what yeah, I want to ask, what I want to ask seriously, yeah. it, we are going to have Black Canary. Are we going to have Amy Schumer playing her? Because what, what, what I want to know is who the heck's playing these people. Because it doesn't matter who you've cast or who you've got as the characters if you don't have good casting. And right. if you've got Amy Schumer playing Black Canary, well, I quit. I'm not watching this why thing. Would anyone... What? No. No, no, I know what he's saying. Her you get what I'm saying. not having a good physique. Why would she then get a good physique? Give me Amanda Waller. That's all I'm saying, man. Okay, so... This is, this, is the movie, this is the movie where we really have to... DC's got to get on the ball, and they got to do what they did. you got to cast it right. Well, no. it's And you know what? It doesn't even have to be people who we initially think are going to be good. It just has to be people who are going to fit the role. And I, and I'm saying it right now. You know who she? This is who I'm rooting for for Huntress right now. Okay, I want it to be Lindsay Lohan because I want her to pull a Robert Downey Jr. with this movie. You but and why every is Huntress. Why? Why? Yeah. Why Helena? Cannot, she doesn't look any. Not at all. Helena. Not yeah. at all. She's got to do is dye her hair. I don't and think honestly, she can carry the role. And honestly, it, how she acts in real life, Huntress is a, a train wreck in the comics. Yeah, Huntress is alcoholic. A, but you're, but you're talking about a woman who's best. Film was Hermie, for God's sakes. Parent Trap. No. What's Her- wrong with the Parent Trap? Hermie was better. Hermie was better. Friday. You know, you know they've done another one. No. Yes. They did. Yes. They did. No. There's another Freaky yes, Friday. It's another relaunch. It's on Disney right now. No. Is it a show or is it a movie? Movie. Another oh, movie. A TV movie? Yep. Uh, that doesn't count. Lindsay Lohan's Freaky still Friday. Another Freaky Friday. Thing wasn't even the first one. Not even close. Yeah, that was the original. Right, and they're just talking about Parent Trap. Parent Trap. Freaky Friday. Haley Mills. Yep. Haley Mills was the original Parent Trap. She played both roles. Good stuff. Like my thought process is like, give me a good actor, um, to play any of these people, and. I think I'd rather have a Gotham City Siren movie first. I think DC has a real opportunity right here because this is one of these things. Female, female team. Who who has done a good female superhero movie at this point in time? Now, by the time this comes out, you've got the chance that Captain Marvel have been, will have been good. But right now, nobody. There hasn't been a... Eh. It's eh. it was well received. It was well received, but it wasn't that good. It, but you know what? The, I, the, it. I, mean, the, I did like it, but I mean, it wasn't the that good. Special effects were literally like my main gripe with it. Other than yeah. that, I thought it was a very serviceable and one of my favorite DC movies that have come I, out. It, I, I, will, I thought oh, it no, was, I will give you serviceable. I totally will. But it's not. You weren't wowed by it. You didn't go, man. This is the greatest thing. I want to buy it right it the heck now. I want to play it again yeah, and know, again but here's the thing. and again. You know, hold on, hold on. Stop for a second. Okay, I I will give Wonder Woman this. Okay, because I I'm in the same camp. I thought Wonder Woman it was an okay movie. It was an it was an okay 
Marvel style movie. Right. It wasn't you know it wasn't a groundbreaking Marvel style movie. And I say that because much like the Marvel movies, it I'm actually saying, used primary colors. Well, yeah, when I say groundbreaking, <laughs> that's, that's I'm true, saying like groundbreaking breaking as in this is our first female superhero movie in this new age. That of, wasn't garbage. Of in this new age of uh, you know that wasn't garbage. That was not garbage. Yeah, that was not garbage. Yeah. Referencing. What do you? Gee. Um, I'm saying in this new age, at least, okay. of, of superhero movies, from starting from Marvel, even back going a little further back to the X-Men. Yeah, but how many of them did they actually... After that? No, Electra's no, before that. All right, hey, so no, I actually but, like just, but just look at this just for a second. How many of those great female characters that you've seen in any of the different movies have they used as a springboard platform for giving them their own flick? I mean, come on! How how horribly have they missed the mark with things like Black Widow? Well, of course not. They just got a director for that. Well, I know. I know. Yeah. Black Widow should have been the first thing. Like, they should have been making the Black Widow movie after Iron two. Man two. Mm-hmm. After Iron Man two, they should. Be. At least, at least after, at least after the first Avengers yeah, movie. Right. Because that's what doesn't make sense. Because like, I, and, I, I, and I don't even like Scarlett Johansson. Just the character's good. Yeah, it's well written. Yeah. They've been doing good work with I'm it. Why not? Marvel, but when you look at that Marvel universe, oh, Widow, Widow, Widow deserved it first. And just just because of the fact that we mentioned Widow, if you're not reading Punisher right now, you are oh, totally God. missing out. Widow in that is fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. It is primetime Widow material in the most recent couple and of her, books. Her Infinity Countdown was, was a lot of Yeah, fun. yeah, it's a great yeah. book. But you know, great book. We're spiraling. Yeah, but, Sorry, no, but again, but like the but no to Kyle, to Kyle's point though, yes, there there hasn't been a very there hasn't been a large amount of uh, female led superhero movies. Yeah, especially um, there's never been a female led team, team of superhero correct. movies. Correct. That did well. Right. Because technically, we can't we argue Sucker Punch. Get out. No, no, I'm being no. serious though. Wh- uh, how is that? That's not even that's not even a comic book movie. That's not anything. That's just that's just that was just a. Uh, yeah, but, yeah uh, you know, you, you need, yeah, boy, this this one's weird for me, but you, you need. I'm not looking forward to it. To I'm, what? I, I'm looking forward to it in the fact that, like, okay, yeah, we do have, like, a female, a female, like, superhero team coming out. That's cool. But it's, like, I, Justice League was my last Right. Yeah. Movie. See, and that—that's like, um, that was it. I'm completely done. with I'm you. And I'm, I'm not a looking for. I'm a huge DC yeah. fan, but I'm—I'm I'm not. I have a theory that 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 Warner Brothers knows Aquaman is going to suck because they are promoting Shazam, and Shazam doesn't come out until next year. Aquaman's coming in less than five months, and there's no teaser, no trailer. We just got a poster. That's all we've got so far. We have a trailer on Friday. We're going to underpromote. The crap out of this. Well, don't and forget. Gonna, well, they know. Well, he, he's he's their Wolverine. What do you mean he's gonna Wolverine? He, no, he's their Wolverine. Wolverine. That's that was the original when when they promoted the original lineup for Justice League. Um, that was that was Zack Snyder's promotion for the character. He said Aquaman is gonna be our Wolverine. That man needs to be stopped. Like just in general, he he's been stopped. In a he, very he, unfortunate he, and horrible yes, way. Yes, let's he, let's preface that right yes, now. Yes, yeah, no, he, he ripped he, from this timeline. Um, but yeah, no, the uh, yes, Zack Snyder. I just listen. 
You we did it. Send you, our condolences. You did a great job with 300. Yeah, I'll give you, you did I, a decent but job. But no, no. To, but, but to Will's yeah, point, I agree with him. I'm I'm also a big DC fan. Have been for years. Yeah. But I'm I'm hurt by the concept of trying to go see another DC movie. And I really hope they get this right because this is I know another film they're shoving. This is one of all of the films but, they have slated right now right. have Harley Quinn in the involvement uh, in somehow. Yes, they, yes, and, and, and I find that to be unfortunate. Harley Quinn video that we made is probably going to be out. I'm probably going to upload that first so that you can. It'll be linked somewhere on screen or or in the description that you can check out of us talking about the the problem that has arisen with Harley Quinn's uh, evolving. Our involvement in Fandom. DC in general. Well, they, you, can, you can debate the... the every DC, especially Batman-related film, has Harley Quinn in it in some degree. Oh, she's... And Harley she's no, 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 hold on. She's DC's Wolverine. Yeah, but you know, Let's yeah, put her in everything. No, no, no. She's, no, she's, no, she's their Wolverine. Put her in everything. Yeah. No, she's technically... She's always been there. She they They've been billing her as their Deadpool. But hold on though, Will, you brought up Gotham City Sirens. Harley was always part of Gotham City Sirens. That's true. That's a movie I can get behind. But yeah. I hate the fact that they're making a Joker movie and a Joker and Harley Quinn movie. Make a Batman movie where they're the villains. Why did they what they're not protagonist material. They're villains. That's I, why they work. I think at this point in time DC needs to just take a, a nice little pause. And, you know, everybody's talked about the idea of taking their animation department and putting them in charge of a real movie yeah. and letting them do a yes. real one and see what happens. But DC should just take a pause on all these different projects and get one right for once. Just get one right. And let's see what they can do with it. But I know a number of people that they'll, would love... They'll shove it down your throat because that's yeah. what they do. Anything you say that's minorly I, good with their thing, they'll shove it down your throat. They'll you right. love it, you must want more. But I, I know a lot of people in my life, and I know you've probably got a few in yours that would really appreciate DC being the first, breaking a little bit of ground, okay having a that. good movie with all these strong female if characters. If it happens. Because, it, yeah, if they could do that, that would be fantastic, and it might be, you know, their saving grace when it comes to the movie universe right now, because their movie universe sucks. Well, no, I'm sorry. There's no ifs, ands, or Oh, no. It, that's their movie yes, universe you know, sucks. Their animated universe it's is brilliant. outstanding. Oh, it's amazing. Every every version of it, because technically there's like a couple if you count the movie timelines. Right. Because there's, there's the TV shows and then right. there's the animated films. And it's, it's Whereas brilliant. Marvel can't get the animated right no. at all. No, they haven't even attempted to in a while. They, they right now they have, the, they have the Disney XD shows, yeah. but I haven't heard of a single animated film coming out of there. The XD's the XD while. shows don't have anything to do at all with the MCU. They're all broken off from it in one way yeah. or another. If you, yeah. Go watch MC, them. The They're Avengers broken. show literally follows the timeline of the MCU up to the first Avengers yep. movie, and then oh, Falcon is. joins the team and it splinters off. Right. In its own timeline. It's so and, weird. And he's, and he's Falcon. He's, he's Falcon that shows But he's, he's Falcon that shows up, and then all of a sudden he's just powered by nothing but Stark Tech because he's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And it's like, but why are we ruining this character? Yeah. Falcon was a great character. Yeah, Part of the reason character. I didn't want he's him like, to be Captain America because he was a great character on his own. Always was. It's just nah. like a... well, you know. But again, then that's the problem with the DC movies is that you know. And here's the other. Here's the here's one of the biggest problems with the DC movies, or you know, Warner Brothers in general, which is the only the only franchise or the only character they've ever had that sold well, repeatedly is Batman. I'm Batman. 
So the thing is, the, the problem is that, you know, we have... Um, they can't even get one Batman movie off the ground at this point. Now they're Batman. just having a bunch of Harley Quinn movies. Well, it's the thing, you know, we, we have... We have I mean, look at look at um, look at the original Injustice. That you know, yeah. going back to the original Injustice, what did Warner Brothers do to that game? They turned around and they made sure that Ed Boon had three quarters of the cast of that game was Batman characters. I don't think that was their decision, though. Warner I, Brothers was I like, Batman. make it bad. I think that's just because it sold the game. They knew that. Yeah, that's but that's going to be the but, That's why Joker is in Injustice Two. They needed a plot point for him to show up, so he shows up for one fight in Injustice 2. I'm Batman. He shows up for one fight in Injustice 2, and it's a hallucination because he's dead in the universe, and they don't do any universe crossing in that game, And but he's there. But he had to be in the game because he's a selling point. Yeah, People weren't going to buy it if, but, if it was but that's their mentality for their, dumb, but, but that's their mentality for their movies, too. Oh, yeah. The thing is that there's no one's so... going to no go see it if, if Margot Robbie isn't in it because all of you women love cosplaying as, as Harley Quinn. All you dudes love cosplaying as the Joker. It gets you so many followers, and you must love Leto and Robbie. We're, we're, we're going to shove them down your throats. We're going to make so many movies, and it's going to be great. They're, all, they're just going to be the protagonists of every... The, you don't even need Leto's Joker. Now Joaquin Phoenix is going to... Play one of his, one of him in one of the movies. Get that I'm man so, a riddle in. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Okay. Who, who, who's playing him? Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. You mean, you mean jo Joaquin? Joaquin? Jo yeah. It's Joaquin, right? Is that if you? Jacqueline. Uh, Jacqueline Smith's playing the Joker. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Aren't you the guy? Point, excuse me. Aren't you the guy who wanted to go to Jotunheim earlier? Uh, so yeah. yes. Yes. Hey, I'm, I'm, at least I'm consistent with my mispronunciation. Right. Hey, look, it looks like Joe Quinn. You also, anyway. you also drive the no-go. But hey, you leave my no-go alone. Coming back oh. to the to the cast itself. Did, do this. you have the list written down? No, there's no, there's no there's cast. No, no cast. Yeah, yeah. We got it, it's it. So yeah. it's so it's Black Canary. Yes. I'm I'm excited to see her. The, the introduction of her, yeah. yeah. What, what about a little Lady Blackhawk, man? What's up with that? Why don't we have her? Well, they're having... Spielberg is making the Blackhawk movie. That's different. Did you not know that? No, I did not He's know He's making a Blackhawk movie. Yes. Right before he said that he... Right, right after, after. Right after. Come on, said, After he said superhero comics will go the way of the Western and die horribly. Well, but hold on. In his defense, uh, just really quickly based off the guy's history... He loves World War II anything. Yeah. So if you gave him the opportunity to do something that's kind of a hero movie, but not really, because it's not really a superhero thing. Mm -hmm. Blackhawks aren't superheroes. Mm -hmm. But they, he was like, sure, I'll make a movie about him. And, and I mean, like, all right, I'll check it out. It's Spielberg. That'll hey, be it's, it's Spielberg. Let's give him a lot of money and I go play in the World War II sandbox. Of a, of a, of a director good. at, like, Spielberg level going, I want to make a comic book movie. Well, that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's very that's, interesting. It, it's, all, it's all real great how a lot of these people are all talking about comic book-related movies, and then all of a sudden we decide that because, because we're getting... No, like here, here we go, Steve. Your your girl there, uh, Jody, Jody Foster. She uh, she came out vehemently against any comic book related movie, and now and now I hear uh, and now she's uh, she's accepting the role for for Why the Last Man. Yeah. You know, they, well, that's, they, yeah, but that's 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 only comic book in those. Yeah, no, but she, sense. but she, no, it's in the loosest sense. It's a comic book. It's I a, believe it more you know, as a graphic novel. That I was yeah. going to say, I would totally but, read that as a graphic still, novel. I know it was published as a comic, but still, what, yeah. What was it? People wanted uh, Charlie Hunman. From, Such a good. Was that his last name? Hunnam. 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 
from um, Sons of Anarchy, Son of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy and the really bad him. Guy Ritchie King Arthur movie. That's oh, he, he, everybody was asking if he was going to play him because everybody wanted him to, and he was like, no, I haven't heard it. I, I heard all the DC movies suck. I'm not doing anything. King Arthur comes out. Uh, DC, give me a call whenever yeah. you feel like uh, having me over as Green Arrow. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm down. Whatever. I, I would fully yeah. support that, man. King Arthur yeah. comes comes out and bombs. Yeah, he's like, all right, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll take the DC job. Whatever. Yeah, he needs something now. It pays good because... money. It was, it was Layer Cake, King Arthur. I mean, it was just the book. But yes, and I, I like Layer see, Cake. I want to see Green Arrow too, so that could lead into a Green Arrow property. So Black Canary would be a good springboard up of that. Huntress, yes, she's also uh, an integral part of the Birds of Prey, so I'm excited to see what I don't she think that word you, you're I, using I, means what you I think it means. Integral. <laughs> I, I almost want Amy Acker to just play Huntress. Ah, nice. Just because she voices Nice, her. nice. And Amy Acker... She's a little, like, little old now, though, yeah, for it. You know, yeah, you uh, maybe, maybe bring some salt, like, maybe bring some age to actors. Yeah, but maybe I don't... Amy... Nathan I'm not like, saying she's aged. Yeah, I'm just saying like, Huntress is a really young character, though. Yeah, but Hun but Huntress yeah. is also... I'm not I mean, bashing Amy Acker. Don't get me wrong, I, I really like Amy Acker, but Amy Acker's a small person. Like, her, she's not like, not like, not like short or anything, but she's... Oh, no, she's like a beast. She's no, but she's two and you know. No, no, no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about height wise. I'm talking about frame wise. Amy Acker's a pretty small person. Yeah. Huntress isn't. She's not. Was actually really good. Helen is not that big of a woman. That was in the frame. No, but Helen still got some muscle to her. Yeah, but okay. But compare her to Bruce. You know why she left that show? But wait, Bruce. Help me out. She left that show to go do Dracula with. Beautiful eyebrows, Jonathan Reese Myers. Nice. Hey, help me out with that real quick. Um, Huntress compared to Bruce when you're talking about in the comics. Which you've one? got Bruce Wayne. Well, yeah. No, which Huntress? The Helena. Helena Wayne Huntress. or Burt Mellie? Burt Mellie. Okay. Okay. So you're looking at, she's she's a little bit shorter than he is, obviously. He's listed at six foot two and 210, I think, right now in the DC Universe. She's a little bit shorter. And obviously slighter in build because yeah. he's he is supposed to be a linebacker basically, you know height weight ratio. He's considered to be one of the world's foremost. I think she's supposed to just be like. Yeah, she's. Like, I was gonna say I think she's like five seven five eight yeah. something like that, and and maybe one forty five one sixty, someplace in that general area. So yeah. Yeah, but Helena. But but I'm saying it's Helena Bertinelli is also she's got some tone to her. So, Amy Acker is, is she's a she, she's so a they stick. took Chris Pratt and turned him into Star Lord. Yeah, but that was just that was just yeah. that was yeah okay, but that was also they just cut the fat off of him. He was. He's already a big dude. He didn't have a lot of muscle on him though. Yeah, and he, even he said that. He didn't have a lot of muscle on it. Here you go, Amy. Lift some weights for a couple of months. I also want to be <laughs> one of the few people yeah. to. Chris Pratt, go back to eating an emergency cheeseburger. Go back to being hefty. Um, they made jokes about that in Infinity. Uh, yeah. uh, that he's one cheeseburger away from. <laughs> so, according to Wiki, Helena Bertinelli is five eleven. Okay, that's taller than I expected. I thought I thought Black Canary was. Uh, I think Black Canary is taller. He's said Black Canary six foot. No way. I thought Canary was higher. Unless unless it's just the heels. It, yeah, the heels, the boots, the. Mm. Well, you have okay. Uh, so you have Canary. You have Huntress. Who else do we have? Margot uh, Robbie is Margot Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. Black Canary uh, too. Okay. <laughs> Renee Montoya. <laughs> Renee Montoya. Okay, I don't have a lot. 
She was pretty good as the question. Renee, I, I Renee say, Montoya was also she had a fun run as the question. Renee Montoya was also one of the most popular Gotham City detectives yeah. next, yep. to, next to Harvey Bullock. Her and Harvey Bullock are the two most popular Gotham City detectives. Yep. Okay. And I want I want fat, slovenly Harvey oh Bullock. Anytime God. I see Harvey Bullock, he needs to have food on his trench he coat. Look dirty yeah, yes, exactly. He hasn't shaved in a oh month. Oh, my God. Like, I can smell it before <laughs> I see it. Right. You know, you know that when he takes his coat off, it stands up on its own. Yeah. <laughs> I was always disappointed we never got Living a Harvey Bullock in the Nolan movies. Yeah, that's true. But that, 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 that version, that universe should, should have had a Harvey you know, Bullock. I actually thought yeah. we did for a minute. I think it's the second one where you meet um, Holt from Angel. Yes, thank you. I could not think of his name. That I don't know what his real name is, but yeah, Holt from Angel. Harvey, I thought that he was supposed to be Harvey, and then I IMDb'd it, and I was like, Oh, that was depressing as hell. Yeah, no, he was just the, he was just the the random yeah, cop to springboard off Gordon. Yeah, I really thought he was. Um, but to continue with the cast list, yeah, Cassandra Kane, Cassandra Kane. Okay, uh, her over Barbara. Well, that's what I'm wondering because it's a really weird choice. Yeah, it's weird to have Cassandra over yeah. Barbara. Barbara makes more sense with anything, even, anything birds of prey, unless they're intended to do it as like a you know big backdoor. Hey, oh by the way, Oracle's also in this. <laughs> I mean, that would be a pretty <laughs> fun thing to sit there. And well, be like, I mean, who's this it, person right. bringing them together? Yeah, right, right, find right, out right, the last right. five minutes of the movie. But you know what? Yeah, the, by the way, my name's Barbara. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know what though? The other thing too is it also tracks with the <laughs> other. <laughs> It also tracks with the other rumor we talked about last last week about the uh, the fact that Batgirl is going to be in the movie, but she's not going to be in a Batgirl costume. Cassandra was Batgirl Bat in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also they're saving Barbara because they still want to do the solo Batgirl film. Which is fine. Um, we could call that movie Saving Barbara. Right. Saving Barbara. Unless we're really just going to straight up just uh, put Barbara in the 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 Joe Quinn Phoenix movie, Jesus, don't even. They could. And just make it, they. He already said it's going to be a Killing Joke. The last oh. one's a Killing Joke without Barbara. The they, last one. You is, know what, man? They've already done Killing Joke. Why are they redoing it? So, Will, I mean, what what were your last thoughts on the on the cat on the skipping over Harley because my opinions will be will be explained Reposted. in the outtake uh, video. Um, Harley okay. Quinn oh, is the devil. Let's see where we let's see what they go from this. I'm obviously going to see it. I'm going to see every movie that DC and Marvel publishes. I'm going to see what they do, what they can do, but I'm not holding my hopes up high anymore. My my. I I will say this. Like, listen. I, I will I will be there for the DC movie reboot. I I can't. I'm out. I can't do it anymore. You can. I can't. I think the other reason why you even saw Wonder Woman was because um, it was part of like the two movies for whatever at the. I was at the driving. Yeah. yeah. I got to I got to see I got to see that and I forgot, I forgot what the other movie was. Oh, but, I think it was the Mummy. Yes. Mm-hmm, yes. Oh. You Ouch. You, know you paid for that? I like that. No, movie. I, I saw. One, right? Yeah, 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 yeah no, he's got to be the Tom Cruise one. Right. one. Okay. 
Yeah, no. The uh, but again, I I'm done with the DC movies. I can't do it. I can't. I cannot do what whatever it is they're trying to do anymore. They don't know what they're doing. They they confuse the directors and writers to the point where you they're they're on their fourth director for the Flash and they haven't even found one yet. I thought they canceled that already. I thought they did. Who knows? But anyway. Seriously, yeah, that's where I'm at. Cancel everything right now. Let's get it fixed and then get it off the ground right. You know, keep Gail the Goddess Wonder Woman and scrap everyone else. Yeah. I mean, most of the actors. What you don't like, Batfleck? No, I actually don't mind him, but I don't feel like we're gonna have him for much longer no. because he keeps whining. Is like, he out of everybody else. If you think about it, he's kind of the only one that's like, let me go. No, Henry Cavill. Is Henry Cavill hardcore? Like? Let me go. Oh. And, which is fine because just just replace him with Superboy and and uh, Nightwing. Fine. Superboy and no, Nightwing. No, could we totally get me like '90s Superboy? Mm. Uh, I mean, here here's my other, here's leather jacket, undercut. <laughs> Listen, the best casting for Superman that's ever been, the best casting for Superman that's ever been is Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve is the only person who's ever walked on screen and made me believe that he was he was either Clark Kent or Superman. Okay, if if you ever get a chance, Will or Steve, have you watched the Richard Donner version of Superman 2? Is that the one where, like, she shoots him in the yes. head and he doesn't die? Yeah. There's a version of Superman where he's he's dressed in a suit. You know, he's him and Lois are getting ready to go out, and she's convinced he's Superman. So, in the Richard Donner version of Superman 2, she pulls a gun out, looks at him, and says, I'm going to shoot you, and I'm 100% sure you're Superman, and it's not going to kill you. And he's doing his normal Clark Kent, freaking out, like, oh, gee, gosh, Lois, don't do it. And she shoots him. And in full Clark Kent attire, he just, he completely changes his entire demeanor and becomes Superman. That's how great Christopher Reeve was. And there's been no one else who's been able to do that. You know, he did it to a lesser degree, and he was an interesting casting choice when they first threw him in there. No, but in Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. Oh, Dean Cain, but Dean Cain did a pretty good job. He did a pretty good job, and Terry Hatch was a brilliant Lois. Oh, yeah. Well, Terry Hatch was probably the best Lois. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. The absolute best. I think it's a pretty good argument. Who's a better Lois? Voice. He's oh. talking voice, 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 voice. Okay. Voice actress for but yeah, Dean, I, I thought Dean was really good. Yeah. I, re- I really no, enjoyed I, Dean. I love that show. I wish that show didn't end on a cliffhanger, but that's, I love that show. Yeah, yeah. Are they both just the other day? And they're both on Super Bowl. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah, he plays her father. He's, yeah, he's Supergirl's adopted father on her. She plays And she's one of the, yeah, Monel's mother. Well, listen. The original Supergirl is, um, her adopted mother. Hey, you know what? And honestly, it, Helen, Helen Slater. I love that yeah, but you know what? And here's the thing: I've as, as Billie Jean, the Ballad of Billie Jean. Oh, there's a movie, The Legend of Billie Jean, baby. And honestly, you know what? And it's not, it's not like either of them look too shabby nowadays, anyway. No, Terry Hatcher really. Dean, has Dean could be playing the role. He yeah. could do Kingdom Come, Come Superman. He looks yeah, yeah. Very yep. Looking. Terry Hatcher is just amazing. Oh, she, the way that, the way that, that woman, woman is just, aged is incredible. That woman could just act me the phone book and I'd be like amazed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, honestly, that, those, for me, that's that's who, you know, Superman is always going to be Christopher Reeve and Lois Lane is, hands, is, is always going to be Terry Hatcher. 
Those are the two best versions of those of those of those characters. Yeah, um, because unfortunately, later in life, Margot Kidder just kind of ruined the image of Mar- Lois I mean, Lane. Listen, she I, wasn't that good of a Lois Lane. No, Margot Kidder in the she movie. was the one opposite uh, Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Margot Kidder. I didn't she, think she was that good. Well, she was kind of an annoying Lois. She yeah. Was, yeah. Well, she was the original annoying Lois. The original comic? I don't know. You can go back to the old stuff. Lois was an interesting character in a lot of different times. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. I don't. I don't really care for Amy Adams all that much. I don't think she's. A, no. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, that's uh. I mean, everything. That's everything. That's all we got. I mean, you know. Woo! We did. We made it through. We made it through another podcast. We started off really strong. We did. Good we uh, we trailed off a little bit. Yeah. Oh Trail. my god. We're 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 at two Over. hours. Two hours twenty seven minutes. I'm estimating. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. What did we go off on that far? Tangent, tangent, tangent. It started. Yeah. It really started with RoboCop. Yeah. RoboCop. I think was the worst of it. There was another oh. one. I think. But yeah. Probably Robo. Probably RoboCop and Birds of Prey were probably the worst. Yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we get our sign off? Yep. All right, guys. Well, yeah. Well, all right, everybody. Well, this has been another exciting uh, podcast. You know, thank you for tuning in to. Come on, guys. Together. We're gonna do our names first. No. All right, fine. You know, this is Devin. <laughs> I'm Will. Steven. And I'm still Kyle. <laughs> all right, and this I'm is. Glad that hasn't changed. <laughs> Proud of you. Need it. Thank you for watching. For listening to. The October Country Podcast. Steven, it just sounds weird if we all say it. I'm sorry. Participate. We have to do it again now. We have to do it again. Come on. All right. Thanks, folks.